0: What's
1: happened? Change, my dear, and it appears (laughs) And I can't even do it
2: Right, let's just start
1: Right, so Hello, and welcome to episode 2 of the Shibokast I'm Paul That, that's where you introduce yourselves. Uh, <laughs> I'm Dan
3: Shinks.
4: I'm Cameron. This
3: that, is going well. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I believe we have another person.
3: And
2: I'm Paul. Ah
3: oh, no. Now hang on a second. There's some mischief going on here. Right. So has everyone introduced themselves? What was that? What are you doing,
2: Cameron? Dark fruit Cameron's scan. Cameron's cracking
1: open the cold
2: ones already. Are we both... Are, we're on the same drink. Why <laughs> are you all drinking? It was cheapest in Tesco. Why it's only drinking? 6 o'clock. It's we've got a bit up with past pool.
4: 6. It's
3: 20 past 6. Doctor Who. Um, right. Um, Doctor Who podcast. Should we start with the news? <laughs> I think yeah. we should.
1: So, yeah. uh, I, well no, I, th- I think firstly,
3: ourselves.
2: We, we should say thanks for listening to the last one, because that, that did way better than I thought it would.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah thanks uh, for listening to the About 141 that. at the moment. <clears> throat>
2: throat> yeah.
4: On YouTube. Yeah. Not so, sure uh, about
3: the others, because I don't know if it's check chapter. But I assume it's... they're doing, not as well. So uh, all, all three of you have decided to listen to the to this one, and I'm glad <laughs> you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it so,
2: will
4: get better. Hopefully,
2: no, we won't. Should yeah, we go into well, the news? Have to clap on the counter for He's really <laughs> eager to start the news, so let's let's start the. News. <laughs> let's get on with the, the news. For
1: news, news, Dan, can you edit the theme? Aren't you? I haven't got. News, I haven't made news, the jingle.
3: News, 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 news. Welcome to the news. <laughs> um. Uh. First bit of news is the Time Lord victorious Comic Con panel. Woo. Uh. What is it? A woo. Was it a woo? Mm.
1: So so, was a uh, someone's going to win it. They only spoke about the comic.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's all. Because it, it was the Titan of any, comic. Did they <laughs> give any
1: details away? They were just like, "We're making a comic."
3: Who's, it's who's a, your favourite Doctor? It was. It's a two-part comic uh, starring on the Tenth Doctor. It's going to be released on the second of September, uh, which is going to kickstart the Time Lord Victoria's thing. Which I'm still not entirely sure what it is. Did it's they, some um, kind. Some kind of multimedia Yeah Doctor it's Who all thing. All of the
4: Doctor the, Who licensees
1: basically. Too. But um that the the collected edition of them comics is listed as the thirteenth Doctor volume two point two or something. Like, so I'm not sure whether the thirteenth Doctor's in the comic.
3: I'm not sure what I'm not sure what, what any of goes it on is. when
1: they know, left two point two. Name of free. I think that's just uh, the
4: Amazon bit. Yeah, maybe, because it's also got a review from February. Yeah, ah, to be fair,
1: interesting. I put a review up for New Mutants when they listed that on Amazon. Oh, what did you think of it? I said that I said something like, "I really, I thought it was really brave," when um, I I'll, I'll have to find it because it it was like the biggest load of shit you'll ever see. Uh,
4: completely made up. But it, it was seen
3: quite
4: a lot well. because of reviews the film's for out yeah. uh, the Amazon DVD of Series 12, there were rev- reviews for it before it had actually started.
2: Oh, that's a surprise.
4: Reviews listed from 1st of December.
2: Yeah. Were they negative, think... by any chance?
4: When the series didn't start until the end of the month. Yeah. They were negative, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. There's there's a lot of... There seems to be a lot of that going
3: around at the moment. It happened with, yes, we're rebombing that, people did it for The Last of Us 2. It's embarrassing. I think it happened with Captain Marvel as well. It's really embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, And if if you look at those things, there's a common theme there, and it's not that they star men. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's a
2: bit, it's just a bit sad, really.
3: But now let's talk about a Doctor Who comic. Hmm.
2: Yeah, talking, speaking of sad.
3: But, um, comic (laughs) looks pretty good. Yeah, there was like, they released yeah, those sorry. four pages as a sneak preview. Yeah. Uh I've still no idea what's going on, but it looks interesting.
1: <clears throat> I've found that um, the review. Here we go. So the title is They Truly Are the New Mutants. <laughs> and then it just says a movie full of surprises. <laughs> I can't believe Magneto pegged Adolf in the third act and oh, defeated no. them by turning them <laughs> into one of the many things he hates. The arc really came full circle,
4: and Amazon approved it. <laughs> well, um, I, I, I Dan, just make your it. job editing. Please remove that.
2: I'm gonna remove <laughs> uh, anything that isn't Doctor Who related. Is getting chucked out. Oh
3: my God. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. Did any of you see the sneak preview stuff
1: of the comic? I read yeah. them. The first page I think it was yesterday. Something about um Ah I I've seen it on like a the website and would I was like be the Dalek's
4: cool. worst enemy.
1: Yeah the-, the doctor was just having some banter with the Daleks. It's <laughs> just a bit of banter with the Daleks. classic banter. just a bit of classic banter with the Daleks. He was like, Oh, I got in into the window and they're like, We're gonna murder you <laughs> and he was like, lol.
3: Yeah, so it looks interesting. Uh, yeah. There's that big Dalek with the big head. Oh, I don't yeah. know what his deal is. I Wait, think he's the um, Supreme, innit?
1: So, actually, he like refers to he refers him in
3: this as the Emperor Dalek. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's um, like the
1: classic Emperor of gold, innit? Unless the classic right. is gold.
3: Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that the same Emperor as in End of Series 1?
4: Um, big... no. I don't think it, so. No. No. Might be. Okay. I don't think so.
2: I, I have no idea Just what remember? any of you are talking about.
1: you remember the Dalek Prime Minister.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, what? The Dalek Prime Minister from um, Asylum
4: oh, of
2: the Dalek. Asylum of the Dalek! Oh, oh. so it's, it's like a smaller version. Yeah. In a little jar. Rings bell, actually.
3: I've yeah. not seen
4: them. I think
2: I've seen Dalek the Dalek. Dalek it's weird. weird. Can't wait to
4: yeah. do that one. Um. One, just the Dalek hierarchy, you've got a prime minister, an emperor, the Davros Supreme. Dalek is need- for whatever he's worth.
1: He was like a cult leader wasn't he? You've got the supreme Dalek and Dalek supreme.
3: <laughs> they just need to get their bloody act together, yeah. don't they? Oh, that's they're not, they're not very that on point What? them. What the eternal
1: yeah, um... Dalek does, and he didn't say. <laughs> Why? Why? I, I Why just thought, come on Mark, you're not doing fuck all are you, come on. <laughs>
3: Uh, he was on an episode of uh, Infinite Monkey Cage a couple of weeks ago. Was it a rerun? on? Uh, no, it's a, the new series. It was about what is time.
1: All right. Yeah. It's what Mark Gatiss wastes when he writes an episode. I'm joking. <laughs> He's I, fine. I, mm-hmm. I, His I episodes like are Mark fine. Episodes. Apart from Sleep No More, which is a bit like why Mark. But, but, but they're all pretty good, especially. Um, did he write Cold War? Yes. That's
2: I, a good one. I like that. Oh, that's a I one,
1: I, I, I can't. Yeah. Cold War. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what else? Victory of the Daleks. That's a good one. Uh, mostly, that's mostly good, yeah. The Empress of Mars. More like Jordan. Cold War. Unquiet
4: Dead.
3: we just listed Mark Gattis episodes now, aren't we? Yeah. The Unquiet yeah. Dead? Oh, the
1: Unquiet. Um, yeah, that's good. Not technically that's Nine's Christmas special.
2: Yeah. And only his <laughs> yeah. third episode, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah It's more nice right Anyway we should, we should talk about a nice well, Doctor episode To the Time
3: it? Lord Victorious? You should One though, <laughs> not today <laughs> um, So that's the end of that one yeah. There wasn't really much else in the way of Time mm. Lord Victorious There never is yeah, it's, it's There never is It's really not, not as big as I thought it would be what, what else have we got
1: for the news then?
3: Uh, So the next bit was uh, Colin, So Colin Baker's open to return for, uh, the for the six anniversary. For the doing the sequel to the Five Doctors reboot. Oh, um yeah. Oops, sorry. Talking
1: about doing one.
3: Yeah, was, yeah. This was in it was an interview with Den of Geek. Um he was talking about the possibility of returning to do another one of them. Uh, uh and he went, hmm, yes, I'll return. <laughs>
1: you <laughs> see I, was, I
2: was just about to like ask you to do the voice. I've actually got the um I've got the sound clip on my phone if you guys want to hear what, what Paul oh, sent God. me the other day.
3: Cool. Sweet mother of
2: shit. Um I'm just trying to find it now.
3: <laughs> right, there uh, we can, go. That's a new
2: expression. You you're familiar with his uh his opening line at the end of the regeneration story where he says change my dear.
1: Change
2: my dear. Yep. Right. Well, soon. Soon. Yeah.
1: Change my dear. And it appears. <laughs> oh, I
3: can't even do it.
2: We've just we sent just re-sent that to each other all day.
3: What a perfect impression!
1: <laughs> uh, it, it is it is one of my best um, for the
2: first three words. I think your Billy so, Hartnell's a little bit more on point.
4: Better than your
3: Hartnell. No?
2: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah.
3: Just don't quit your day job, Paul. I oh, won't. Um. Yes. Yeah, so he he said he's got. They've spoken to Peter, Paul, and Sylvester. They're all on board. Um, so, what did you what did you think of the first the Five Doctors thing they I, did for I the fifty
1: anniversary? Oh, the Five once. like when it came out, or I thought it was when great. I got the yeah. like, It was it, a bit of fun. I
4: yeah. remember
1: the joke about bar John Barrowman having a wife and kids. Like that was
4: that was that funny. Are <laughs> David Tennant's kids or something? Yeah, were they?
2: Oh, there's a the like, yeah. go
1: deeper than like, the, the secretly, in real life, John Barrow ones.
2: There, there's some yeah. really good gags in that. About. I like the uh, bit with yeah. the corridor, where they, they go into the corridor and the music changes to outside.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah out, outside it's the classic music, and then as soon as they get into the studio it's the whole
1: more yeah. Alfred sent me a good, like, comic relief one yesterday. You know the one where Jack's having like a standoff in the TARDIS with some blue-faced man, and then David Tennant just walks in the TARDIS and he's like, "You know what, I John John Barrowman's show. What are you doing?" And it's like the twist that it's not actually a mini episode and it's just John fucking about. Oh,
4: that rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a fan entry on his show on BBC One. Yeah. Back when he had like a Graham Norton show type thing.
1: I I don't remember exactly what the blue-faced alien looked like, but I'm imagining it to look exactly like the Dream Crabs in Series Twelve. Um, not Series Twelve, Series fucking Eighth, Nine, Eighth, Eighth or it's
3: Nine. The end of Series Eighth. Uh, also, I was reading so I read the rest of that interview with uh, Colin Baker, and the the topic of Tom Baker, Tom Baker's cameo in *Day of the Doctor* came up. Hello. He's Colin is was not a fan of it. Was he not? No, he, de- he described it, I said, it was frankly naff. Naff? Yeah, uh, it right? seems like, uh, I've got, I've got the full quote, well, yeah. Job so, some ice um... with that burn. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm not full quote, because he went on for quite a bit about it, but um, it was, we were all a little bit miffed, yes. Tom did it longer than anyone else, but do you have to rub it in our faces all the time? <laughs> so all you people were a bit Den of Geekish, went, ah, oh, it's Tom Brilliant. What was he? What was he doing there? He was uh, quite... He's quite... Having
1: a cup of tea? To be honest, yeah. Colin, you're in no place to chat shit about anyone, you fat meth.
3: That's, That's a bit mean. You. I'm gonna, gonna have to cut, cut this too. out. <laughs> <laughs> I've met but him and he's lovely. I, he does, I, I he like does Colin,
1: but like you can't disrespect Tom Baker like that when, when, when he's, <laughs> he's
2: himself. <laughs> yeah. He didn't he didn't seem to understand I don't what think he the curator under- was. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I don't think he understood that his incarnation would probably come around again in the future in, in the doctor's yeah. life. I think he was just a bit maybe a little bit jealous that he didn't get time on screen. I the way I, I, I would so. have done it if I was in charge of Day of the Doctor is um I would have had um four, five, six and seven and eight record new dialogue for the um the Gallifrey scene.
3: Yeah, I that think way, I think that's probably what they should have done. Yeah,
2: that way say. they're all involved, and when you get to the curator scene, it's like, whatever's, you know. I think. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah.
3: And the bit where all you where you see all their Tardises. Yeah, I think yeah that would have been the best place to do it. For so many people, Tom Baker just is Doctor
2: Who. Yeah. Like mm. people He's have the, never
3: seen it before.
2: It's his silhouette is what I think of when I think of Doctor Who, even though yeah. probably. I, I, I've definitely watched his Doctor probably the least, as well as Troughton. He's got, uh, like,
3: yeah. such a love for the show as well,
1: like, yeah. it's
2: just amazing.
3: Yeah. I, I'm just gonna close a window. I, uh, never f- I finished his
2: autobiography, by the way. Ah, uh, you know, the
3: audiobook.
2: Moore. I got to... Rosie yeah. Moore. Oh, God, no. I was no. hoping we won't mention that. Oh, I thought we We've could go mention on. Rosie Moore. I thought we could go, like... Just at least one conversation without you bringing that up.
1: Why the fuck did he just close his window with a stick?
3: Why did you close your window with a stick? Because it's really high up. It's high up. I can't reach it. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's posh, that. That's almost as posh as three teasers Maybe oh, even more. That's posh. student and
4: accommodation. Yeah.
1: Oh, true. Very posh student accommodation, though.
3: Oh, it's quite cheap, actually. Um... You've not seen the size
4: hey, of the kitchen. Go look in the general chat. There's a Tom general Baker, chat. that'll be the night yep. Doctor Who, Who mini-episode bit. That's what the blue guy looks like.
1: That doesn't look like John Barrowman.
4: <laughs>
2: There's something off about it. It looks a bit like Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> His face looks too wide at the side. It's stretched Barrowman.
4: <laughs> in the video, so...
2: ta Ta-da!
3: He looks like a John Barrowman impressionist.
2: Yeah, yeah like <laughs> birthday parties.
1: <laughs> he shows up and he's like, ''Hey, Doctor, let's get the thing.'' <laughs>
3: ''That's my um, John Barrowman.'' Is what it it's is, beautiful. though. Beautiful. Uncanny, Paul, uncanny.
1: <laughs> uh, they're just the worst, aren't
3: they? Uh, that's, you could say that, yeah. Big finish to hire me to do Captain Jack. <laughs>
1: Um, short ups.
3: Well On the topic of Big Finish
4: They have John oh, Barrowman
3: Smooth segue
4: Smooth uh,
3: Big Finish day Oh, um, oh shit. Yeah I've got a couple of bits of Big Finish news um, Go on First one is Eleanor Crooks is cast uh, Has been cast as a new companion for the Fourth Doctor Yeah uh, In his uh, 13th series for Big Finish Called Naomi Cross <laughs> uh, Nice She's a she's, uh, unit secretary, uh, top of her class, trained in karate, very bored of pen-pushing in a London office. Uh Yeah. That's about it. That's all. <laughs> it's
2: when bit, I read it's a that, bit like, a
1: fourth... I you know, oh, saying the crathy, but we're not going to see her do it. You you're going to hear
3: her do it, though. Yeah, you're we're going to he- hear her go, you're oh, hear her. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gonna... <laughs> <Like>, Whatever noise <laughs> she's going to make. <laughs> Um, yeah. It also features I Harry Sullivan, it. yep, is it
1: the oh, actual guy an embassy? Like, is it the actual the actor? who played Barry Sullivan just like
3: some guy. Well,
4: yeah, that would be an issue.
3: Um...
1: Oh, was he dead? <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, he was diabetic.
4: He died due to complications with his diabetes oh, back Terry. in the nineties. I've I think. never
1: heard of anyone dying of diabetes. I don't, know, since it's got "die" in its name. Like.
2: Oh God. It's a bit severely named, is it? Oh, Paul. <laughs> I, will be, I will be cutting a lot from this episode. <laughs> you can we'll Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, and also, this series features the return of the Sea Devils. Ah, uh,
2: yes. Um, can we have them on screen now, please?
1: Can we have them on screen, but with the exact same shit?
4: Yeah. Heart ...diabetic heart attack on his 42nd birthday. Oh, that's a shame.
1: On his birthday and everything.
4: in 1986, not the 90s. Sorry, the 80s. Was he eating cake? Eating <laughs> martyr. <laughs> I, can't say it like, I don't know. Was
1: it his birthday you were cake? You having a fucking heart attack. Oh, oh no, n- never mind. So it's not to do with diabetes then.
4: <laughs> it was a diabetic heart attack. Oh, what the fuck!
3: Oh
1: my god. Uh, uh, say, imagine if it was because he was eating his birthday
3: cake. That's <laughs> his Jesus Christ. Um. So, seeing... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stupid thefts on horrible histories. <laughs> Poor
2: Harry.
1: i can't I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I'm <Yeah>, sorry. <laughs> i I'm
3: sorry. i I don't know, do you... actually, because I looked at him
1: and I was like, "Is that the guy?" But he's just old, or is that someone else? Oh, man.
3: Yeah. Couldn't Fuck. tell. Uh, I don't know. There's another guy on here, on the on the picture of the press release, who I'm assuming is a guy playing Harry Sullivan. Um, but yeah, I can't, the, there's nothing the about Y's it.
2: white fella. Harry.
3: No, the white head he- fellow is Tom Baker.
1: <laughs> no, don't they both have white hair? Or is he bald?
3: Are we looking at the same picture?
1: I'm not looking at anything right now, it's from memory. Okay though. then. She has grey, like white grey hair. And there's Tom Baker.
3: And then there's yeah. a skinny looking, serious looking dude. Yeah, I'm assuming he's the guy playing Harry. Yeah. What uh, color has he got? Like kind of greyish brown. Oh. Like his hair used to be brown probably. Combe looks very
1: He's looking old isn't in that they?
3: picture. Like
1: in Day of the Doctor, <laughs> he looks kinda of plump. In that one he looks deflated.
2: Yeah, in the um in the, the thank you video they did during lockdown. I say that as if it's like ended. It's still going. The um <laughs> the Especially in Manchester. when they're all like saying the doctor, it gets to him and he's like, The Doctor And he looks so frail and it's heartbreaking. Yeah.
3: He, well, he's 86
2: years old now. Just wanted to I give I think it's
4: because he he's was He's 836 years old now. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> He was I've quite tall him. and quite muscular. So as it starts to, like, decompose, I guess, in his old age, he will look...
2: Mm-hmm. Are we seriously talking about the anatomy of Tom Baker?
4: <laughs> uh, well, he does for it for quite For the second week, a week in a row. row. <laughs> for <laughs> the
1: second week in a row, yeah. Um, and, um, he does... He got, he got his organs out. No, no, um, we're not. We're not doing this again. We're do not know doing Prince, this again. so you know Prince Fella.
3: Where, where the fuck is this going? He's old, isn't
1: he. There's, <laughs> there's a picture going round him the other day, and it said he looks like decades younger, but he still looked about a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like looking at a picture of Dumbledore, and I was like, well, he's meant to be 150.
2: You know. So I, Prince Philip must be at least 800. I, I think he's got the same thing as Ozzy Osbourne, where no one's told them that they're dead yet.
0: <laughs> they're just too
2: scared. <laughs> they're just still going, because no one said to them I to stop. I think Mick Jagger's a bit like that as well. He's dead, isn't he? Yeah. I don't think so. Is, I don't think
3: Mick Jagger's Jagger? dead. No. What's... Who am I thinking of? Any one of the millions of people who are currently dead.
1: Ah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
3: Danny Pink. What?
1: <laughs> no, Rod Stewart. Oh Rod Stewart's Danny still alive. Pink. Oh no, I'm yeah, sure he's, he's going not been told he's dead alive. yet.
3: On the topic of Tom Baker oh, being very old,
2: yeah, can we actually talk sure. about Doctor Who for a bit?
3: Yeah, go ahead. Yes, on the topic of Tom Baker being very old, the interesting bit about this is this is coming out in
2: 2024. No, oh, oh right.
4: I don't
3: understand. How does
1: it take? Let's that long hope to it make? comes
4: out in 2024, then. Well, I ordered.
1: Yeah. Like, they announced a, a Tom Baker thing a few months back. Um, like, a famous Cyberman story that was never made or something. Mm-hmm. And it's got um, Tom Baker and Elizabeth Sladen, except obviously she's not alive to play Sarah. So they've mm-hmm. got a daughter instead. Yeah. And I the resemblance is fuck all alike so let's hope they sound the same <laughs> but um i pre-ordered it but it, it doesn't come out till like november 2021 and they take the money as soon as you pre-order it. but it was like 12 quid which mm. i thought was dead cheap because i thought if it's like a box rest,
3: yeah it'd well, be like is, expensive this you is know? what the senior producer david richardson said uh naomi's a huge character no, i'm gonna start that one again Naomi has a huge character arc that will play out over the coming years at Big Finish, and you may meet her in unexpected places. Eventually, the jigsaw piece, of, the jigsaw of her life, will come together. Which so it seems to be like a years-long character arc. The planning with this person. Ah, oh, okay. You know what the
1: planning, don't you? <laughs> Jago and Lightfoot to meet this character. <laughs> That'll be a. She's going to turn up in all the. I go and like have the timeless child. I've seen. This big finished on a story, yeah. The last ever six doctor story, like what caused his regeneration. And on it, it says bundles, which are normally like cheaper than buying it separately, yeah. And I was like, oh. what if they bundled with this? Mm. Only about a hundred Jago and Life things, and it oh, came to like 400 quid almost. <sighs> I was like, why are you trying to sell me this? I was like, no, you're not having
3: it.
2: What else is in the news? Uh,
3: I've yeah. got one more bit of news, another big finish thing, which I, I think this is the re- a really cool one, actually. Um, so David Bradley's going to be reprising his role as the First Doctor for First Doctor Adventures Volume 5.
2: Are they
3: on 5 already? Apparently.
2: Yeah. I, don't, I, don't know
3: did, I don't know who did the other four.
2: Um, so
1: volume, he done it for the, the other four too, yeah. Oh, wow. On, oh, did he? I'm about to finish Volume 2 later. I've only
2: listened to one bit of... Um, so, uh, what's it called? You know, Paul, because you... Told me yeah, to get it. <laughs> listen
1: to part one of the Destination
2: Wars. The Destination Wars, I say. So it's pretty
1: good. The Destination Wars, which is the first episode, um, they're all four passes. Yeah. That's the first after meeting the master. The master's like stranded on some planet, and he's manipulating both sides of this war so that they get into like an arms race quicker, so that they can get to nuclear arms faster, so that they can use it to get off the planet. Um, then. Episode two is called the Great White Hurricane, and it's about like domestic abuse and gang violence in New York. And like whenever, Lovely. whenever that the Great White Hurricane was, these like solid as well. You know, episode yeah. three is um in volume two, and it's um the invention of death, and they go to this planet with these like immortal creatures, and um one, of, one of them spears Barbara straight through the chest jesus but then they have to then they, they're like gelatinous as well so they put some one of their arms on them and healer and then but then they start dying after that so they've got to like find out why and that's dead good and then the next one's called the barbarian and the samurai so like they're doing they're like doing proper first doctor the ones where it's like a future one and then a pure historical but then i i don't know the exact episodes in volume three and four but in Volume 3, um, they meet Susan as, like, an, an old person. Like, so it's Carol Ann Ford as Susan in her, as well as whoever plays Susan in it, the girl from The Adventures in Space and Time. And then Volume 4 is called Return to Scaro and it's, like, the, the TARDIS team going back to Scaro and um, meeting the Daleks again.
3: So they all oh. sound quite solid. Yeah. So of So they have they've been doing this for quite a while then? Because they yeah. they've got um the people who played Ian, Barbara and Susan from Adventure in Space and Time. Yeah,
1: but yeah. so they got them. Um they've been I'll I'll get it up now on my phone because 'cause it'll say the exact date. Um they've been doing them since just before Twice Upon a Time came out, I think. But like I've listened to quite a bit of Big Finish on so like the best. Around twenty seventeen. Like, December 2017 was the first
3: one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, no, this
1: sorry, one... Was... Yeah, and then July 2018 was the second. And, um...
3: Yeah, this one's coming April 2021. Oh, sages
1: really. <clears> one. <throat> um, the last one came out a few months back. Hmm. But um, did you release any details about it? Uh,
3: there's two. It's two new stories: um, yep. "The Hollow Crown" by Sarah Crotcher and oh. "For the Glory of Earth" by Guy Adams. That first one sounds like it'll be the historical, I reckon. That's that, it, it was uh, a, Shakespeare a
1: Shakespeare
4: one, I think. Shakespeare. Yeah.
1: Oh, that sounds amazing. The stories, yeah, they're, like, so good. All three of them so far. There's, like, two a boxer, and they're all four parts. And they, like, catch the essence of, like, 60s Doctor Who so well. But, like, without having, like, slow filler. And, um... Mm like the characterization so good
2: and and it yeah. feels like watching the show but a bit better it's, um, it's more consistent it's not like oh my god it's just like the original series It's you know obviously it's never going to be like that um it's just a good different interpretation of it yeah um, so mm-hmm. it gets away with it cuz like if it was if it didn't have that kind of vibe to it and that right kind of 60s doctor who feel um it'd fall flat completely, but luckily it's it's still really engaging. Yeah. Um, the wonder... Because it's not as slow as the original.
1: It feels so good. But, yeah. like, like the stories themselves are, like, solid. Like, the Great White Hurricanes are pure historical, and it might be the best thing Big Finish
3: has ever done, I reckon. Mm. Like, it's so good. I wonder with the Shakespeare one, where they're going to set it? Because, obviously, don't... there's already been a, one. a Shakespeare...
1: Do you reckon he'll get the same after? I reckon he would, you know.
3: It's a yeah. proper big so what, finish move that. Do you reckon that it's going to be after Shakespeare has met the Doctor, but... Yeah. Sort of, like, obviously the Doctor hasn't met Shakespeare yet, so... Yeah, it'll
1: probably be after. Or, I don't know, you could do it either way, because it'll make just as little sense.
3: I, it'll be odd if someone <laughs> called the Doctor came up to Shakespeare and he was... For It'd the be second time. If Shakespeare had already met him. Yeah
1: because then you wouldn't go back and watch um, the Shakespeare Code and be like, why isn't he bringing it up? Mm -hmm. Whereas the Doctor does not not say that he hasn't met Shakespeare before.
4: So, like... Shakespeare Code is set in 1599, and the Big Finish audio play, The Hollow Crown, is set in 1601. Oh, brilliant. Right, there we go, then. Can't wait for that. That'll be so good, you know? I'm so excited. This sounds
3: interesting
1: this is definitely my favourite series Big Finish have done like out of everything except for maybe Class because the, the Big Finish Class is like next level I do but listen this then. is like solid
0: it's mm-hmm. so, uh, just
1: good to see Bradley back but... it is I, lo- I do love him as a doctor ah, he's so good he gets it right
3: we'll have to do uh, episodes
1: on these eventually or like yeah. just Big Finish in general
3: uh, so that's that's all the news I got
2: that was um. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Meat. Um, we. Will...
1: <laughs> I I'll, I'll uh, just get me notes up for the for the actual discussion.
2: Yeah. Um. Just. So,
4: to... do we want to talk a bit about the novelisation?
2: I was just gonna say, how was it? How if did everyone revisit Rose? Did you? Wa- I wa- I watched it with a commentary track by a YouTuber. Um... I just watched the. and wrote it.
1: It. Yeah, yeah, I just it. watched it. Did you? I was read gonna watch the, the bot
4: yeah, and but it was like eleven
1: book. o'clock. And I can't
3: read that, list, Because uh, I, I so, just got too tired. Yeah, so Cameron, you read the novelisation, didn't you? Oh, he's off. He's reaching for a shelf. What is he? He's like a weeping angel. He's blinking <laughs> He's back.
1: He's got the frame rate of a weeping angel as well. <laughs> stop, stop motion, Cameron. <laughs> oh, my God, he, he's got a weeping angel. Cameron, don't you kill us all? Why are we narrating what Cameron is doing? Because
3: <laughs> it's a, it's an audio movie. Spin off podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Cameron, you read the novel novelization, right?
4: Can't hear him. Oh, fantastic. So it's quite a good book. It's oh. not that long. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. About. The main thing is his audio. 200 pages? Recording. <laughs> so. oh,
3: 197 that's not, pages.
1: That's it's not that long, it's, but it's also like. Have it's they... quite a thin book in terms of, like, the cover and that, too, Like, the painting, mm. like, it's not very... Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can hold it in one hand. Like very I think easily. you can do that with most books. Shut up. Yeah. This one's a thinner book.
4: I've got some encyclopedias I can hold in one hand. <laughs> See? You know, you know what, I'm gonna say it. I reckon I could
3: hold uh, every book yeah. I own with one hand.
1: Even comic books. Yeah, they quite you Know like... what I mean, like this, though? like right. mm. with your hand fully round
4: like it's quite a thin book in both yeah know what i mean Do you, uh i'm holding two encyclopedias in one hand you're not holding them round the width width for ways though are you
1: <laughs>
2: smart ass none of this is going to be usable in the final we've <laughs> <season. laughs> um, probably got about 10 yeah. minutes worth by now of like yeah content <laughs> That's yeah. good. Right, so, the book. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. should So, it... Okay. No, <laughs> i
4: It starts on a slight, like, prequel about Wilson, the guy who we've never seen in the, the show, but Rose has to give some money to. Oh, Turns oh, out that's politician. for, like, a company lottery, which... yeah And Wait, he... Say the lottery for ...apparently me has just been fiddling the money. Oh, Wilson. The lottery thing. Cheeky Wilson.
1: Do you know, when I was watching um, it, I thought, she shouts Wilson. Far too much.
3: Well, she doesn't know he's dead, does she?
4: She does oh, think?
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, he can't hear me. Ah, oh, but... Joke.
4: Yeah, he's dead. That's addressed in the first chapter of the book. and um, You can... Really see what Russell T Davies was trying to go for with the show, possibly held back by the budget. Mm-hmm. So, like when Rose goes to Mickey's flat, there's three other people there who are Mickey's band because he has a band. Right, of course. And one of them is of gay at the start of it. The other one turns gay at the end and goes out with the first gay one. And the other's a transvestite. So it's um, just, just the test. And
1: the, clue the band's Michael, name yeah, is Bad Wolf.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Um...
2: That's a bit too on the nose, I think.
1: That is a I'm, is I'm kinda a glad of that the band name thing That's all being cheeky,
2: but Yeah. You look, no, you look to see it. The beauty of that is, like, apparently at the time, people only started noticing it around the time they got to, like, Dalek. It's like halfway through, people were like, what is this bad wolf thing? So I think to throw it in episode one as, like, a really, like... Yeah. ...out there, like, name, I dunno.
3: Yeah, if if you put yeah. it in like that, people are going to start thinking it's just a reference
2: to the band. Not... I think I think the best one is the helicopter in Dalek saying "Bad Wolf One," blah 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 blah. Yeah, because you yeah. barely notice it. Wolf One descending. Yeah.
4: Well, actually,
3: no. In um, um the Doctor dances. Isn't it on the side of the bomb in German or something? Or it's it's somewhere oh, in a different language. That that's a good
1: one.
4: It's, it's, it's in Welsh um, somewhere or something.
1: It's in Torchwood as well at some point. In um the. The
4: Captain yeah. Jack Harkness episode. Yeah, hmm. um... Uh the... on the notes? Yeah. Um... The plot is slightly longer as well, it goes into a bit more detail about the world and everything. So, like... There's a much longer bit in the shed with Clive. And it turns out Clive's dad possibly worked for UNIT. And oh. died during an adventure with the Doctor. Oh, um, I think it's implied Clive. that it's during the Yeti's in the London Underground. Uh, mm. That's very uh, cool. Um, More plastic. Plastic is shown to be part of the nesting consciousness and an auton, including a Lego display in a shop. Oh. Which, when I read that, in a room surrounded by Lego. <laughs>
2: that would have been I'm great. Fucked. Yeah,
4: because
2: they... Like, they a meant... Lego
4: a brick-built Lego man walks along and and tries to kill Jackie.
3: Um, um,
4: They mention in the episode... There's more variety on instead of just shop window dummies. Yeah,
3: because they mention in the episode um, like all the things that could come to life, but if you only ever see the... The shop, the
1: shop window dummies, the shop window dummies, and
2: there's absolutely terrifying child autons—they're horrific. Nasty Imagine that running at you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Surprise, you sweet. didn't do a figure of one of them. they could have just like repainted the MC child one or something.
2: Uh, yeah, you could have done like empty child <laughs> legs or something, and then just given it a different torso. Could have gave it an adult yeah. torso. Yeah.
4: And <laughs> oh, um, like that. the autons are more blue weird in a way like they can change their handguns to a sword and back again and instead of just having like a gun in their hand it's also other things a bit like the Mickey Orton in the show turns his hand into a yeah. giant paddle yeah
3: okay it's like a like a bit more
1: and then I've got
4: notes about Revenge of the Nesting.
3: oh don't
1: do yeah. Revenge, of the Revenge
4: of the Nesting, but uh, we can talk about that I'm... later Oh, good. Yeah. Should we get into
3: the actual episode? Then? Yeah. Yeah. Get, get As,
2: me um, I just want to point out my first note here is just Graham Norton. Does anyone yes. know what yes. I'm on oh, right.
3: I oh. I have some I have some notes on this.
2: Yeah. Right. Okay. Go so, ahead then. Oh. I, yeah, so I'm when roughly, it, yeah, so when it was
3: okay. when it was broadcast uh, in 2005, the first couple of minutes of the show, um, the audio from a, from what was it? Strictly Dance Fever from BBC3, mm. hosted by Graham Norton, were playing over the top of
2: it. Um, so as Rose is walking through looking for uh, yeah. Thingy, forgotten his name already. Wilson. Yeah, thank you. Um, I I can't remember what he's saying, because I'm pretty sure I've seen a clip a while ago. He's saying something like, oh, it's very tense. And it's like, yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to watch it. It must have been so infuriating.
1: That's perfect. And <laughs> my yeah, fans I... were like... I'd... Have they not actually made it? Have they taken the piss?
3: Well, I I asked my parents about this because they were with me when I watched it at the time. Yeah. My mum said, that rings a bell. And my dad said, what? (laughs) So that's all the insight they've got there for you.
1: Um... Ah, nice one, Dan. (laughs) Um, My first note just says, like, the show just kicks off straight away with, like, the amazing new intro by Muddy Gold. Mm Mm-hmm like, yeah. whereas Series 11 left till the second episode. All but of like, the... Um... Series 1 was, like, bang, right in there, with, like, one of the mm-hmm. best themes
2: ever. I've also noticed since revisiting Rose, not this time, but the the time before or whatever, I realised the music in the episode, and through most of Series 1, is different to the one that's on the soundtrack album. Yeah, that's because the soundtrack won Series 1 and 2. No, it was, it was because he... Because it was such a tight schedule, he scored everything, like, a couple of months <clears> before <throat> it had to be edited in. And it was, like, such a tight block that he didn't actually get to record anything with an orchestra. So all of it's done with just Murray and a computer. And then, The most annoying part. And then when Series was... 2 came out, he got to redo it all, which is why it's on, like, the same album. The mm. most annoying part, that um, Eccleston isn't on,
1: like, the album cover. And it's the only series he's in.
2: Yeah, they should so then you just there's
3: yeah. not a single cover then and yeah. it's all like talent. That's the thing with the all the soundtrack stuff is it's not actually the music from the episode. It's it's all it's all re-recorded stuff. Uh, I've only just found this out right now and I'm not happy. That's what yeah. I just said. <laughs> yeah, well kiz cause, cause yeah. like for not even for series one, for like every every yeah. album.
1: Is that That's why the series, they... twelve ones missing like every song
4: yeah that's that's why the are recording um, from the bbc proms i think with the early ones
2: so some of it's live some of it's i don't know man we'll have to we'll have to look into it's, it some of it's, it's,
3: it's, it's just because the way the like soundtrack stuff in tv's in tv work is it's not really stuff that's listenable in like that kind of way like he, you have to take it out and then select stuff and then re-record it so they're more
2: it has to be just timed to the to the dialogue and the editing and stuff, rather yeah, than yeah. for listening to on an album. It's really um, interesting. Um, we'll, we'll do. I could do an entire episode on Murray Gold one day. Oh,
3: I,
1: I oh, can so wait! I, I would
2: do that. Our top ten um, tracks, or something like that.
1: Yeah. Oh I don't think there's. It'd have to be top fifty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's just um, too many.
4: Yeah, love them. So All of, of his tracks are the best. Yeah.
3: So yeah, but this this Perfect theme tune. Random. Um. I, the, the like the the one for like series one and two, it's real creepy. I always found
2: it yeah. quite creepy as a kid. There's that weird didgeridoo kind of like element to it, because um, it uses the the main melody. It's taken straight from the uh, the like the 60s theme tune, isn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Uh, but the, and then he adds in the orchestra, and then the, the actual like bass part has got this really like twangy kind of tone to it. I, I always found that really weird. Mm-hmm. Well, Stephen
1: Moffat wrote a whole so. short story on it. Like, on the film recently tune. Yeah, like, it's like... So it's a short story, yeah, about a, a robot assassin in, like, a children's home. And the Doctor taps into the TED site, like, using a psychic link. But then it turns out it's a kid with, like, multiple personality disorder who's a big fan of Doctor Who. What? And um, he's, like, he says like he's scared of the theme tune or something. And Stephen mm. Moffat writes what? like at the start, it's like all the monsters. Yeah. Do you know like like when it's like um at you know just the very start. The sting, the sh- Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like dun dun, dun 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 dun. Oh, the, dun, oh, dun, okay. dun. But then when it's like
4: he says like beautiful, yeah. beautiful. <laughs>
2: oh my he god that's like the doctor coming Let's in cut to this out stop and
4: use it the, as the theme for this episode i was just
2: gonna say i can i can overlay that if you want <laughs> i'll put in yeah. a, a ninja edit right now of our theme tune with paul's vocals on the top
1: well yeah so he says in in the story that when when that bit happens that's the doctor coming in to stop the monsters so like not to be scared of the theme it's still and it's called them um, yeah of the umpty ums. Oh is that what that is? Is that what that is? Oh yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like it's it's so like yeah, right. <laughs> it, it blew my mind when I was reading it. I was like Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. I need to
2: check that. I need to check out all the stuff that's come out this year because I've not listened to any of it or I
1: haven't listened to like the latest two I think, but I listened to the first like four. There was that I thing you sent me on before,
2: me. Paul. I haven't I like I knew it ex- it was the um uh novice Hame thing, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, all the yeah. short stories and the st- stuff they done for the lockdown, that's a great Like, the one about the 13th well
2: Susan's well. amazing. but Is that the one you covered in your video, A Brilliant Short Story? No, that's
1: the Chris Chibnall one, okay. about... I thought you were um, just,
2: like, plugging your video there.
1: <laughs> nah, that's, um <laughs> I think it's called Watch Ye Fought While Falling and it's by Chris Chibnall, yeah. and he writes it like Douglas Adams, and it's amazing. Cool.
4: Oh, uh, the what she thought was falling is different. The one with Susan is... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about...
1: I'm not Susan talking about the, season one, no. uh,
4: the Susan one, no. Oh. The Susan one. The Susan
1: one's good, though. Uh, it's, it's not yeah. as good as that, but it's, it's a good one. It's by the writer of... um. I think it's like Lee Whitehouse or... I don't know, something like that. Mary it, Whitehouse. Nah, it's like... <laughs> it's one of the guys who wrote... I think it's the... the um, What's it called? Doctor, the, the frog the frog one um, It takes you away. Yeah, that takes you away. I think it's him The frog one, it's that's either it's him or the now. guy who wrote KABLAM <coughs> ah, um,
2: I forgot, but it's really good So anyway, I've, I've not got anything on my notes until we get to the <clears> contact live thing, which is really interesting okay.
3: Really? I've got quite a few things. So I'll I've let, I'll let you guys carry on um, um, go on, Don. So, when you first see Mickey, what is he? What is he doing, there? Because he seems to just be sitting with it and very—he's really aggressively eating the chips, though. He's and hungry. He's hungry, <laughs> Don. He, yes, he, he seems to aggressively eat chips and then he does a little dance. Oh, you've—you've got to love him. He's just—he's so he's, charming. He's so pathetic.
1: Oh, really come <laughs> on. Not everyone's a top shagger. <laughs> Some people, like Mickey, have the proper grind for that.
3: He... Uh, you do feel sorry for him sometimes. Oh, all the time, because he, he is pathetic. You've yeah. got love him. Uh, and also, I I really like using the Autons as the first monster you see in this reboot. Yeah,
2: yeah. they're the perfect monster yeah. for it, because they're familiar, but not a lot of people will kind of put yeah. their finger on why.
3: Yeah. It could've it would have been so easy to like go It's Doctor Who, we're doing Daleks. Yeah, we're doing Cybermen.
2: Here's Tomb of the Cybermen or something and just like completely alienated people who Yeah, no, it's and the fact that it opens with a montage that's dead it's really like tight and small scale. It goes right into London and it's it's just just about it's just about Rose and her daily life and Mm. there's nothing different about it at all or Yeah. Also slightly
4: foreshadows the Dummies, because it lingers on them for a few more seconds than, say, the bus or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. got it written down
2: here. Um, Rose's shop plays Westminster Bridge. It does as she walks in, the, the sound quality changes, so it's like it's coming out the Yeah, day. so it's like in the scene. The that's, that's a great bit, bit of editing in there. Bridge. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> Westminster Bridge is canon. <laughs> which, Westminster Bridge being the song that. On the soundtrack that's playing, everyone yeah. goes to work listening to that track <laughs> <laughs> um, all over the world. Um, yeah, I think I think the autons are the reason for so many years. I was genuinely terrified of mannequins in museums.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah,
3: they really always creep I'm- me out.
1: I I don't think I've ever been like terrified of anything from the show. Yeah, we on. need a
2: Halloween episode with the Autons set in like a <laughs> setting like you know like Halloween shops where you get all these big plastic oh. masks and stuff and
3: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> there's there's, there's a lot of potential. I think there's still People, a lot of
3: fun that could be had
4: with the Autons. Yeah.
2: What was the thing oh, I, um, one
4: I idea it. earlier an Auton store or madame set in Madame sword, so you can get loads of celebrity cami. That
2: those. was it, that's what I said, yeah. That'd be good, though. Adolf plastic, Hitler, bro? he could come back. Um, they're they're,
3: they're not plastic. Fuck it, we'll work oh, it around it. the plot It's fine. Well,
1: you've made mm. us all look like fools now, Cameron, I if you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> um, I've got
2: um with the how about an auton story where all of the plastic surgery like implants into celebrities come alive and start taking well, yeah out of
3: them? they do they do mention it's that they do they actually wouldn't it yeah so like when the doctor's were running off like things that could turn into plastic that could turn into autons oh yeah um rose mentions breast implants as well there's
2: yep. a um there's a brilliant story you should check out call i think it's called autonomy i don't know if anyone's heard of it it's, it's um, not... it's a tenth Doctor book set in a mall, and it's basically what happens if you're locked in a mall and the uh, the invasion starts from within. So it is, is it still Seth
1: Jordan, the same attack.
2: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's all. I, I think it's weird. set in like millions of years in the future or something.
3: Yeah, actually, I think I did start reading that book
2: a yeah. long time ago. It's quite an old one, I think. Yeah, well, it will I have it quite a vivid long. memory of it though. It's it's good. <laughs>
1: Um, I've got Paul Blart yeah, The pure are good Like obviously Like like you said before Dan. Um, Dan um, Are we going to talk about Wilson When there's lottery
3: money? Cause... We, we've already talked about Wilson haven't we?
4: Oh we mentioned Yeah, uh, yeah He's a dodgy bloke Oh is he? <laughs> is he a seedy bloke? Probably
1: better that he's dead Ever we? Nice Well
2: um, we, Dan um... I've got Oh sorry go on
1: um, Eccleston, Eccleston, are we talking about Eccleston now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, so want... I think he, t- he takes like charge immediately, like, but but he's also charming and funny at the same time, and yeah, it's yeah, a like,
3: really he just feels like the Doctor straight away.
1: I love It's that... a really
2: fantastic opening for him. It is. Yeah. I love that we don't see the TARDIS interior for a bit as well. Yeah. Like she sees mm-hmm. it and we don't get to see it, and then she goes around for a bit. and That's that's yeah. brilliant. That.
1: I also love when it disappears. Later on, she runs back and she's just like, "Oh, it's gone." Mm-hmm. But like, she she doesn't even really notice. So
2: she's like, ah, "Yeah, well. they
3: they really like hold back on a lot of the like the classic iconography stuff, which yeah. I think is really
2: clever." There's the there's the tardis Don't just be kind of, inside of the chilling TARDIS in the
4: Twenty seven minutes.
2: Yeah. <clears throat>
4: um, like when the tardis is in the background of scene, it just looks really natural there.
2: Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the um. Like it wouldn't look out of
4: place. There's a shot. You realise it's it's not meant to be there.
2: Wherever the estate is that Rose lives outside, there. There's a shot of, um, you know, when he's giving her the speech about feeling the turn of the earth. I love that the way the way that's framed with the TARDIS in the background, and it's just like you you wouldn't notice it unless you were, yeah, unless it was Doctor Who. Like it's, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's brilliant.
1: And I like the symbolism of the hand as well when he lets go.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, when he's holding her hand. When
4: Rose runs, runs away from the shop, that explodes, if there wasn't the music score swelling a bit as it lingered on the TARDIS, would you notice it's there?
2: Probably not.
4: Because oh, the camera does, like, like stop oh, Yeah, it plays on a bit of the theme,
2: doesn't it? Have you noticed
1: when Ro- Rose notices yeah. something in the episode, there's literal bells ringing? What? What's yeah, well, yeah. What? So like when when no when Rose sorry not nose. when Rose realizes something like while she's looking at something, your hear bells ringing, like dead fast until they like cut out.
3: Oh. Oh the.
2: Yeah. I think I know what you mean. I know what you yeah. mean. It's like a... like that. Yeah. Like a, like yeah. A yeah, yeah. Bell noise. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And god, that like, bit of audio clips really. It's really like a bad. phrase, in it. Like when when bells are ringing or something, you realize something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Stupid, yeah. Like, that that happened, happened. Was it right, a lot clever. throughout? I feel like it's when Jack boiling And, the
4: and era,
1: yeah, it's a school reunion thing as well. Like the, the exact
3: same bell.
4: Yeah. yeah, it happens with Sarah Jane. Yeah, love that.
3: I, l- um, I love his. I love his line um, after he says, "What's your name, Rose?" It's like, "Hi, Rose, run for your life." His delivery on that is so. Yeah. Uh, so and I love yeah. it. I love Christopher Eccleston so much. It's a shame <laughs> he'll never ever
2: return. I I'm think he will. <laughs> I think that. he will. Even even though we, my we second all think he will, we're all disappointed. Like I think his story works so well because of how short it is. Yeah. Like, Tom Baker it, likes if, the show. That's why it annoys me when they they wheel him out for like big finish and all of these like extra novelizations and stuff like that because his his like journey is he's he's done the time war, mm-hmm. um obviously in a different incarnation, but obviously moffat hadn't come in with his monkey wrench by then and gone Row! and opened it all up but he, he's kind of he's to to try and distract himself from that he's gone and got oh. like a really basic outfit oh. keeping himself busy on the titanic and jfk and stuff like that and then he meets rose who kind of helps him learn to enjoy being who he is again mm-hmm. and i feel like every time they bring him out for more stuff it ruins the the short but sweet kind of story that he has Mhm. But that before, might just be me being it's Like grumpy. mystery around him. Yeah.
1: Be- before we carry on, did you just read the prequel?
2: No. I didn't. It,
1: it's obviously so it's out of canon, yeah.
2: Oh, with, with the Doctor, into regenerating into yeah. The
1: Doctor. Yeah, I did but see this. It's like the best thing I've ever read. Like it's Russell really describes, cool. like planets colliding into each other. And then, like, the idea, be, is Sucked that, um... together into like a big wormhole it's like, as yeah, the doctors like... floating through space. It's like stuff like... about
3: battles
2: where age was used as ammunition and stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, they use planets yeah. to throw at each other. Um, yeah, there's, and there's, like, there's the stuff doctors, like, like the Nightmare like... Child where it's just so yeah, HP like, Lovecraft like visceral, that it's like like un- unimaginable. I, yeah which is why it really annoys me when Moffat tries to simplify it to just this little brief bit of time that can be moved around everywhere and it's like
1: no in big finish it's like entire planets are at war yeah where the history's been re re sorry with the re uh-uh, re <laughs> what the fuck happened then <laughs> so so like one day it'll just be left like normal but then the next they'll have been at war for centuries Mm. And like every person will just not remember the other time, and that's what it was like constantly in the time war for different
2: planets. I There's an A
1: Stockton Santardon story about it.
2: I feel like they missed out on doing more with it in the show. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. just the just sheer scale of it because it's really kind of not. It's not ruined. It's just kind of scaled down a lot by um, what other showrunners do with it later on. And they Gal- um... have
4: preferred the time war to have been. Not mentioned at all and have a massive mystery surrounding it than what we have yeah Like the time war was horrible and everything and we don't actually know Instead yeah. of oh, there's a time Lord with a gun
2: Yeah, and the Daleks shoot at each other across the globe even though there's no ships in the sky when he goes to the barn So that kind of I don't know. It's so silly
1: Yeah, um, so in this prequel The doctor's like in space or whatever watching all this happen just as the TARDIS comes in to rescue him. And then it says he thinks about what his last words are going to be. And then he says it doesn't matter, like, like in his head. And then, like, when he speaks his last words, he said no, no one was around to hear them. And it was drowned out by the noise of the time war ending. And then hmm. after he regenerates, he describes the regeneration, like, beautifully as well. And then he's just, like after he would regenerated he stands up or something and he just says blimey and I was like that's <laughs> the most that, that's the even if that's not canon, I'd still accept that the ninth doctor's first word was Blimey. Yeah. Like that that's pure Yeah. Well
4: Demand. he's from Lancashire.
1: Yeah. And then so and it back to like this. When the doctor yanks like the orthon's arm off in the lift It's, like, to the beat of the music, which is, like, amazing. (laughs) It's, like, proper wacky stuff that Russell just loves to do. There's a
2: lot of good, like, clever uses of syncing up action with the soundtrack. And then, like, after that, all all those shenanigans, you you see, like,
1: Rose in the flat, and she's obviously told anyone. And it's, like, the best line ever. Mickey just comes in, and he goes, What are you drinking? Tea! And... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I, it just... It just...
3: <laughs> he's so pathetic, he's so...
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like a um, perfect line.
4: Yeah. So, um, I do have uh, a note about the arm. London, the only almost... city where you can walk through a street with a plastic arm and not get weird looks. Yeah. No, I, I
1: don't know, I reckon you reckon you can do that most places. I've been to London before.
4: Same. I've... I was on the london underground with my family once and my brother had a giant stuffed gorilla from the zoo and we got weird looks because we were talking to each other but not because we have a giant stuffed gorilla under our arm
2: (laughs) Uh, i've just stuck a link into the to the discord um, oh my god, I'm so tired. In the Discord chat, I've put a link to whoisdoctorwho.co.uk uh, Yes, that's a, because
3: it's a, it's a real website, it's genius,
2: isn't it? you can actually, yeah, go and contact Clive, um, and there's all of these, look. there's all of these different, um, That grainy-ass photo. Contact yeah, there's Clive. these different entries from people who have seen him.
1: Contact us.
2: So, so some of them, oh, um,
1: I wonder if any of them are from, Linda.
2: So, there's Sarah Jane Smith, there's Mr. Yates, um, what what was another one I saw? Marty McFly's the on Yates. there somewhere. Yeah, I'm assuming it's uh, Mike Yates. Blue. Peter
1: yeah. D. Arthur Dent <laughs> 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 on the Hitchhiker's Guide.
3: Uh yes, yeah, um, this is, so this is the website that that Clive runs and then the BBC still uh Yeah, still maintain it
2: to this day. Yeah, Marty McFly,
1: I know the man, he stole my DeLorean.
2: <laughs> there's there's loads of them though um, Gavin <laughs> um,
3: Here's what I once saw him on the tube reading a brief history of time And laughing heartily. <laughs> oh, that's good that. wonder if
1: Russell wrote all these himself I used some of
3: these um, the
2: Oh my Perry. god The so so Perry one The Perry one is heartbreaking Because she still wants to go and find him the, it says, the... um, he walked into my life one day and right out of it, interested in getting back in touch. Any information? That's oh. heartbreaking.
4: Yeah. Because... very the, the is the left been... in space, though.
2: She, yeah, she married King, um, Ikanos. That She's was the worst, Ro- was the worst like, companion exit the show has ever done. They killed her off and then immediately resurrected her and made her go and marry some kind of, like, Serial killer.
4: I am blessed.
2: Terrible. Yeah. The
3: thing I don't like about the Sarah Jane Smith entry is that it implies she works at the Daily Mail. Which I don't think she would. Who? Sarah uh, Jane? Jane Smith. She's
1: probably freelance and sold her to them.
3: Hmm. I just hope she doesn't like that. Nah, she's dead. Alright. Alright. peace. <laughs> Um, Wait,
1: there, JR, my mum says she met him in 1977 and he hasn't
3: aged a bit. JR, who's that? Isn't
1: it someone from Dallas? Like the show. Because um, there's
3: someone in Father Ted who wears a shirt saying I shot JR. is <laughs> one from Clive Evans. Um, I saw him a few years ago at the Louvre in Paris. He was gazing at the Mona Lisa muttering, I prefer the original.
1: <laughs> oh, that's very good. That fourth <laughs> off the reference. That's, uh, yeah, the originals in the Sarah Jane Adventures and it fucking comes to life.
4: So <laughs> <laughs> the quote from steve I'm hoping isn't the guy from whatever that fucking show is. Jackass. That's the one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Someone called Chris Fazy. I saw him at Chester Zoo talking to the giraffe. Does
2: <laughs> that Stevo one that you just mentioned I think that's a reference to the the um, the five doctors where he says something about um, the atmosphere it, it says something about the atmosphere the experiences given off by um, electrons giving off positive ions or something even though they can't or something like it is a massive contradictory yeah. statement to basic science that <clears> seemed to slip by. I think that's what that's correct in there.
1: I've found uh, at one that I assume is quite heartbreaking from my, my my quick skim. The bottom one by Doris Spellgeier. It says, I know the man you mean. I saw him last year the day my friend went to hospital for the last time. He was there in the corridor, thumping a drinks machine. He nodded at me, smiled and then handed me a drink from the machine. It was a really lovely it was a really lovely tea in fine bone china. Keep the coffee sad and left. Huh.
3: Harper. Poor Fred. Uh Yeah. See you. Trampus. He bumped into me and didn't say sorry. He looked like
1: he looked like he was in a terrible hurry. Matter. Uh, there's some, there's some great ones here.
3: There are.
2: Yeah, the the contact live thing's really neat, light touch. Oh, oh for
1: Dent. I'll read this one because you know comedy gold on that. This rather odd man was laying down in F- loser in front of my home. That's amazing. Man. Russell actually <laughs> wrote the foreword for the reprint of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy book. And he talks about, like how when he was in school, every single person had it. Like, <laughs> he, even like people who didn't like sci-fi would read it, and everyone had the copy. And he, oh, it's just amazing. That's brilliant. And it's like such a good book too. What What's the sightings one
3: though? How i it. It's just the pictures that it are showing. sightings that the pictures.
1: Ah, uh, fun fact about the, the pictures. Yeah. Do you know that um the the photoshopped ones of, of mm. Eccleston. They were Jordan done by Russell, on Yeah, Russell was like, "Ah, oh, I done these myself," and someone replied to it saying, "Ah, oh, well, you're good at other things."
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: they're they're pretty bad. I was like, "Ah, oh, that was fucking brutal there."
2: Um, I'll just throw another note that I've got out there that that I'm I am. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that the man putting the bin out that stares at Mickey is an auton. Oh because the, the camera lingers on him for just a little bit too long. And he's it got, really does. He's got a very kind of straight face. He's just he's like you can see he just uh. puts the bin out, stares at Mickey, turns around, goes inside. I've I have a feeling that because the Auton's new well, the Nesty knew that Rose was going to Clive's to find out more about the doctor. That maybe the Ortons invaded that house, um, and so they could put the bin out that would eventually catch Mickey. So I've, I think I've he, got a, I think a a he's an Orton you know, trap.
3: Man.
1: What if the man was racist? Eh.
3: Oh no! Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> Even worse than the orphans I'd say.
4: Yeah. Is,
3: is that? Is, I is that? I
1: know why
4: works. the bin without. If he wasn't an aunt, why did he put the bin out? Because it only had cardboard in.
3: Yeah, he's, he's not putting correct stuff in his black bin, is he? Can't oh, ask
1: no. you can't. Bin for that, he's, he's not putting anything in the black the bin.
0: bin. Uh um,
1: I I've noticed we're only in like the first five minutes of the episodes, though. <laughs> um. So let's when uh, the on? doctor walks in, Jackie starts chewing his ear off about compensation. <laughs> and, and and she goes, she should be entitled to compensation or something. And and the doctor just goes, oh yeah, we're
3: talking millions. I I love the line, the conversation after that bit where she's like, there's a man in my strange room, man, in my man in my bedroom, my yeah. yeah. and, and it's and just like just like no, walks away. I think ah, that's like fach.
2: that's one of them. I think that's the first time Doctor Who did a like outright sexual, like gag because the tv movie is yeah. probably the only thing that comes close when he kisses grace but that's not really a sexual thing i mm-hmm. think that's the first time doctor who went oh haha sex
1: yeah Yet, um, it do you know the, the cat flap yeah yeah in the script the doctor was meant to put his head right through it but christopher eccleston's head was too big <laughs> was the cat flap too small <laughs> Well, he, he does have a pretty big head. No offense, Chris. That's like the glass half the
2: glass half empty argument. Is the cat flap too <laughs> small, or is Chris X head too big?
1: <laughs> and another thing I love is um, do you know when the doctor like flicks through the book like extremely quick and he's yeah. read it all? Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favourite things he can do ever. That, like, that's so
2: cool. <laughs> it's the bit with the cards as well, cartoon. where he just spills them everywhere. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it, um... yeah, it's a good comparison to like an unearthly child with how all the doctors react when they're first around their companions because William Hartnell tries to be crabby and push them away and is Very, more yeah. mysterious and trying to hide who he is and then Eccleston's just in the background flicking through a book and doing card tricks and just going, Huh, oh, there is could be better and isn't really trying to hide as much as if he wants Rose to notice him so she can come with him and yeah, keep him company. Yeah,
2: he wants an excuse to get out there and start saving the world again.
1: I uh, like that, um... Yeah. Ah, oh, that won't last. He's gay and she's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, off comment, that no one bats an eye through. <laughs> Like, if I was Rose, I'd be like, excuse me. I,
2: I've just remembered another thing I, I absolutely love. And I know people don't like, a lot of people don't <laughs> like Series 1 because it goes too far with, too far with, like, fart gags um, and, like, the, the burp when the bin burps when it eats Mickey. That's amazing. Now, the bit that I, I really like, and I, I will never fault, is the arm lifting itself into the air and then launching itself at the doctor. Yeah.
1: That's incredible. It,
2: it's just sat on the couch or something, and it just jumps up by itself and then turns and then launches in the mid-air. <laughs> <And> I love <laughs> That's it. it's great.
3: Do we want to talk about Plastic Mickey? Um, pizza. pizza! It's like Uncanny Valley with him. It's, I would say that stuff is difficult to watch.
1: I I really like yeah.
4: it. Just because it's, it's very... very Props to No Clock for doing
2: it. It shows how self-obsessed Rose is as well, because she doesn't even notice how different he looks. Yeah. Because um, she does treat him like, like... Rose is a garbage person. I need to remind people of that. She treats him <laughs> really badly. Especially in, yeah. when you look at, Mickey like, Boomtown. he's fucking
4: brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Rose he just gets better. better. It it goes amazing.
3: on. He gets better, but in this yeah.
4: episode...
3: No, yeah. come on. He's literally cowering by, like, by some bins at the end.
4: I I like that at the end of Mickey's story, he holds Davros to gunpoint.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then he marries Martha, and it's like, uh. Come on. No,
1: because the other kid called August or something.
2: Yeah, I can't. I I don't know. I I find that a bit. I'd rather
4: him be with Martha than
2: Rose. Yeah, but I feel like. I feel like as badass as he becomes, I think she could do better. She could do better. And it is a little weird. But it is. It's, kind of, it's like the two
3: black companions, they just kind of go, you two, you-, you two go together.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's what they've got. It's a little that.
1: bit, oh. Yeah. It was either that or Sarah Jane, because they're both called Smith.
2: <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone has got, like, an action figure to hand. I'm trying to make my ninth Doctor dab. I've actually managed to do it I well. have. But I'm, no, not right. I'm just then gonna, I'm gonna pop
4: in I up only have a weeping angel to hand.
2: I'll put a picture in the in the Discord now.
4: Which, um, do you, do you just
1: wanna just wanna hear a Ninth Doctor impression. I can
2: get is that. I'd love to hear your Ninth Doctor impression. I need more <laughs> for my upcoming video.
1: Sorry, right, with the, um, <laughs> so you've got you've got a, I haven't practiced. I, well, I haven't practiced any of them. But yeah. <laughs> Except for Rosie Moore, but even that's not up to scratch. So, ah, it's like I I don't know whether it'll sound even slightly good. (laughs) So, um, it just says, I can feel it. (laughs) Awful, (laughs)
3: awful, awful.
1: (laughs) Wait, <laughs> I'll have nothing going on. <laughs> um, I I can feel
2: it—the the turn of the earth. That's not nothing. Going. That's not an. <laughs> that's it's very, not an
3: impression. You're just saying the lines. It's a
2: very cheerful Ninth <laughs> Doctor. I can feel it.
3: I can feel it. Ah, uh, it's still. But I
1: feel beautiful. like we should burst into
4: song now. With like, I can. Feel it, do do. Mm. I can feel it, or whatever that song is. Let's go stop the song Do that in your Christmas records and impression. Nice to meet you, Rose.
1: Fantastic.
4: Yeah. The Let's the frog!
2: <laughs> Listen, lad. We have to go and stop the nesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice to meet you, Rose. <laughs> what are you doing here? I live here. What'd you do that for?
4: I would pay good money to see a Muppets Doctor Who crossover. Can like imagine. Muppet Treasure Planet.
1: As long as they don't have any fucking dead baby ghosts like the Muppets Christmas Carol, that's fucking scary that.
4: I like that film. It's a good film, but
1: that one ghost's terrifying. Hmm. With its dead kid voice in them. Um Then you got Hobo Father Christmas.
2: Sorry, we just mentioned the Nestine. Um I didn't know about this, but it's Nick Briggs' like debut performance. Was, yeah. As the It's as his
3: first official Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's in, like, obviously, he oh, it goes on to
4: voice all the Daleks done some forever. Stuff, uh, big, because he already owned Big Finish at this point.
3: Oh, yeah, he'd been doing it for mm. years.
4: And Cybermen.
1: I was um talking to my mate there yesterday, obviously, as we all know. No, not Nicholas heard. Briggs is in charge of Big Finish. And he does quite a lot of writing. And everything I've heard him do is amazing, to be honest, yeah. Apart
2: from his ninth Doctor impression.
1: <laughs> Apart from his name which is shit. But me me and me mate Ed were talking, yeah. And we were like, Why did he never ask him to write an episode of the show? Yeah. But they'll be like, Ah, oh, the like he waits there and the phone rings and he's like, Ah, oh, now's my chance. And then he answers it and they're like, Ah, oh, Nick, can you um, can you just come and do this this dialogue voice? And like, he's like, Yeah, I'll get me coat and they're like, No, no, you can do it over the phone, it's all right. <laughs> just absolutely. He's on set when he does it, though.
2: Yeah. He gets his little ring modulator it, or whatever it, it is. It was,
1: par- it was just just a joke. Yeah.
4: He's like just off the...
2: with
1: the. Uh, I, I I made this last night. For I the am three I a.m.
4: They've not asked Nick Briggs to do it.
1: If, if you check um the general chat, I'll send it.
2: Shall I just throw out um my last couple of notes on the episode? I've still got,
1: like, a hundred notes.
2: That's right. I'll I'll finish mine then. Um, <laughs> and then we'll jump into whatever you've got. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, yeah, so... Put, put that on the Instagram, then. When Rose and the Doctor are running towards... Uh, where are they going? They're going and finding the nesting, aren't they?
4: We're running across London Bridge. London Eye yeah. and South
2: Um, yeah, there's there's a man on the second bus picking his nose, I don't know if anyone's noticed that.
1: (laughs) I've never noticed that, oh, brilliant. I do know with that scene,
4: they had to wait a while to get a bus to come in the background so they could prove it was like London. They wanted a bus in the background and were just at the other side waiting. And then they got two! That is the antiphony of that That, saying
3: of you wait for one bus and and two come at once. What? That bus in that scene isn't theirs, it's they have got a mystery guest. Just Ooh. waiting for it to turn up. Can I take it because
2: have been drinking that? Uh, what? Oh, what? This? What? No. Like no, take this then. No, Sorry, mystery now. guest is taking paracetamol and needs water. There you go. <laughs> what do you think of Rose? It's alright. It's alright. It's fantastic. Fair play. It's
3: fantastic. <laughs> How are we the <laughs> Fantastic, fantastic, Van- fantastic.
1: I'll have, to, I'll have to work on my I did get back to you because it's, it's shit. just.
4: Um, we have two people from Manchester, which is close enough to Eccleston, so you know. Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Um, in when he says he can feel the sound more Yorkshire, earth, the doctor's theme kicks in, and it's like. The it best is. piece of music ever written.
2: You know, apparently that's... um, Thank you. Um, apparently that's... What's the old woman in uh, The Five Doctors? Oh, my God. I, is... We haven't seen it, though. Oh, no, I haven't. Um, oh, my old God, what's woman. she called? Sorry, I'm going to have to Google this, because it's a really interesting idea.
1: Dan watches The Five
2: Doctors every day. I, I do. I watch the, the extended version as well. It's like... Do you
4: mean in. the... Jesus. Cardinal woman in... Th- oh, you Lord President.
2: Um. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's she called? Sorry, hang on. I can't Wait. remember her
4: name, but I think you know who you're on about.
2: Yeah, the Five Doctors woman. What's she called? Uh, no. The the Chancellor. Oh my God! What's she called? This is going to drive me insane.
4: Barossa? No. He's the one that gets shot.
2: Who? Barusa? No. The woman. Oh my yeah, God! Yeah, he's
4: the guy who gets shot. If he, You could just go on IMDb if you want. I'm,
2: I'm looking want at the plot it. now to try and find it. Unfortunately,
1: and he made just sent me a video. Oh, Chancellor Flavia.
2: The down the Chancellor Flavia! Chancellor Flavia. <laughs> um, Apparently, she Chancellor is. Chancellor Labia? It's supposed to be her. <laughs> it's supposed to be her singing the like choir part <laughs> to the doctor's theme.
3: As in, like in. As in, that, that's a singer, or like in canon? As, as in, in yeah. canon, it's her singing
2: right. when she dies, apparently. She gets like executed. I can't oh. quite remember. And it's her, that's what she like sings. And so that's the doctor's theme because of that. Russell's mentioned it like a while ago now. I can't remember. Wait, so
1: does she sing that in the five doctors?
2: Um, no. No. The doctor's theme. Um, I'll just Google Flavia. Bear with, bear with, bear with. <laughs> The doctor's theme, and then in brackets, it's it's referred to as Flavia's theme. Uh, Oh, hang on. It's really interesting though, because that little motif—apparently, that is her singing from like the afterlife or something. God knows. Is it
1: the actual actress?
2: Uh, Yeah. So, Russell said that the the female vocal in the musical scores is also her theme. So that's, like, her singing. It also plays when the woman appears in the end of time. Uh, you know, so at the end when she what, looks at the
1: How's it relate to her, by
4: the way? Like, I'm I have so no confused. idea, but
2: it's just probably another thing Russell's Because they said thought. so. Yeah, he's just put it down and gone, Marvelous, and that's it. Who's this woman? Chancellor Flavia. Or Flavia. Ch- Chancellor Labia.
4: He becomes Lord President of Gallifrey in The Five Doctors when the doctor doesn't want the job?
1: It's a guy.
2: No, it's a she. Oh, it sounds like Cameron said he. Um, There's probably more on it somewhere, it's just, I remember Googling um, it a while ago and I really couldn't find anything more than just, oh he said that it's her theme as well as the doctor's theme, so it's like she's singing it and it's like, what, what, what? I don't get that. I know. It's just one of those weird things. It's on one of the commentaries for Series 1 or 2 DVDs, so, you know. <laughs> if I watch through all of the commentaries, I'll find it.
1: Since, since uh, he's my best mate, i fell after him. Yeah, up you should
2: have me. asked him on the Zoom call. Or... <laughs> if only
3: I know. Um, that would have be been my question. So when Rose first enters the TARDIS, did you notice Um, it was Doomsday? The music Doomsday was playing?
2: Yeah. Oh no. But without the kind of, like, <laughs> the um, rhythm... Yeah, it
3: was just the vocal part.
2: Yeah, that same. Yeah.
1: What 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 I did notice was the ninth doctor just went, nah, tell you what, let's go in here then. Yeah. She must have thought, he's going he's gonna to have me. Like, that's proper suspect, that.
3: I, I love everything about that scene, though. Um, it's so well done. Because
4: apparently... One thing I want to point out with the scene is... That is a really solid door for the back of that restaurant. <laughs> it just looks takes... like a solid metal door. Yeah.
3: Um, so apparently, what Russell wanted at the time was for it to be a, like a long tracking shot going into the, into the TARDIS, but that wasn't possible at the time. No,
2: there is a long shot though, as it goes through. Doesn't it go through one of the pillars as well? Or am I imagining that? I think it's so. It's a really clever no, use really of does. the the shape of the set. Like it fully goes yeah. and it shows all the angles, so that. You don't Does have it, to um, CG in like the other wall where the cameras are. It shows a as one much take,
1: as can. There's a one take earlier on in the episode too. When the Doctor and Rose are walking down the street before the Earth Turn speech. Yeah, that, that whole, goes on for a while like, and it's yeah. really good.
4: Yeah,
2: like, with the little do 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh god, the music's so good. It's, just like, it's the perfect mix of cool, we're going on a journey type feel and just really silly sound effects. There's those like hi hats true, in the but... background constantly just going Yeah, I love it.
1: Oh, I love the way Oh, I've got a lot written down about the TARDIS by the way. So well, not a lot, like a paragraph because I just I find it hard to express how much I love it. But like it's completely different from any TARDIS before it, but it's also like so much bigger than yeah. any other TARDIS. Like it really fucking stretches the bigger on the inside.
2: That is the like, the one complaint it's... I have about the Russell era is I wish because we got to see one other room of that TARDIS, the uh, where Tenant chooses his clothes. I wish we oh, got yeah. to see a, just a bit more of how big that place actually is, like because they they utilize yeah. the uh, the big walkway around the side it towards the series finale, and then yeah, tenant uses a different. I'm assuming it's a different floor, because there's not like corridors going off it. Um, but I I wish we got to see just a little bit more to the actual ship.
1: I I I just love it because like the classic series ones are always just like a room. With like an extra door to like go into the corridor, but then this was like a massive like hall like sized place, and it's it's like the way it caves in on itself at the top like like so grandiose, like it's it feels beautiful. like so big.
2: I love the lighting I like as the well. Design. I, a yeah, lot of people complain incredible. about the kind of glowy kind of weird thing going on with series one, like how it's lit, but I really enjoyed the people, way the TARDIS is lit, like with <sighs> the, the greenish blue lighting makes it look so alien and then when they use the fog later on in boomtown really makes Ah. it look alive like it's brilliant i I love that i've still Um, got the playset somewhere and it's gorgeous i've (laughs) got it in pieces in a box behind me i think all of the floor panels have ripped but it's definitely a lot of it
3: was cardboard wasn't it yeah yeah
2: yeah um, What's we to everything hard, was it done. Be... Even the 11th right. Doctor's TARDIS set was done so it would go into these little pegs, which meant it would crease when you tried to put it in. Yeah. yeah. Some real bad choices they made for those. <laughs>
1: um, I've got the 11th one. Looks pretty good. So it, it's if same, only it had lights and
2: sounds. Oh, one day. Yeah.
1: No, actually, because yeah. they, they don't even what make thing... them.
2: Though. They want to get the no, job. They don't.
4: One thing I noticed with the. Tardis
2: was it's as on we the first inside. see
4: the Tardis here, where it's just been the Doctor. Not about. Apart from that, as it, when it's we first see it, and it's been just the Doctor for a while. It's like quite dark and gloomy, sort of. But by the end of the series, it does become brighter in there as the Doctor's mood changes and he and it, becomes more open and happier.
2: Yeah, it's my, like it um, reacts to Wimshake, Also, my sister was watching uh, yeah. the Empty Child and the Doctor dances the other day, and I love how it has the the changing in lighting as they dance to the music. Nah, I really yeah. like that. All these
1: episodes are so good. Just There's um, so many little bits. Russell T
4: Davies with the small details yeah. is brilliant. And I don't think Moffat or Chibnall have been as good with the little details yet.
2: It's because they simply nah, haven't I... had the time to... because of how crowded the schedule must be to do it all. Mm. It must take... Like, that's why it works when a showrunner comes in they've got an idea that they've had since they were younger and they can just go straight into it. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, I, I, if you if you start coming up with ideas as you just get the job, then you're, you're <clears throat> screwed because you're not going to fit it all in, I think. Mm-hmm. You, you've also... I think
3: moffitt's well, talked about before. Child. I think talked about before about how um, like crazy his schedule was when he was writing Doctor Who mm. and how incredibly stressful it was for him.
2: That's why when people are just like, I don't know, this series feels a bit rushed. It's like, yeah, it would be, like, yeah, because it just got more and more tight at the schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've, you've got to understand, though. Russell's a god; like he can do anything. Yeah, but he well, had the, he had the hiatus to come up with the ideas. Like yeah. he was he, thinking of casting Chris for Eccleston in like what 2003, when he did not,
1: not even that though you could give him it now, uh, and he could just click his finger, and write like
3: the best I don't thing know. ever written. He's, he isn't without his flaws.
2: No, I stand by... I, I, I think the end of time is, like, a real mess. But we'll get it's to that. Oh, what? Well, even that's, even that's at the I end of this episode, right. I think... Because um, like, it's, it's pure nostalgia, that episode.
3: Yeah. But, like, I, I think even at the end of this episode, you see some of what I would, I would say are the flaws of uh, Russell's era. Um... I think you you often get a lot of stuff that isn't set up at all, and that just saves the day. So
2: anti plastic.
3: Well, that's I mean that is kind of set up. He was but, working I on it for a
2: while though, wasn't he? Because he'd been investigating it before he met Rose. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, what I think what I mean more is, um... like when the doctors when the Ortons have got him held back, and Rose is there and she says. Oh, by the way, I have a... I got, like, a GCSE in gymnastics or something. and no, then got the bronze lad.
2: a got the bronze, That's a Buffy reference, so, isn't it? It's so a what? Is it a Buffy reference? I'm pretty sure it is that I got the I'm bronze not, thing. I
4: don't know. I've never seen Buffy. All right, yeah, well, we're going to start...
2: Think... I'm going to start a new Buffy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I think one of the things that <laughs> happens a lot in Russell written episodes is characters revealing things about themselves right at the end of the plot. Or,
2: yeah. with some epic the way, music, and then the day is saved, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I think together.
3: that's one of <clears throat> his flaws.
1: I do love the Rose Gymnastics, but purely because it comes out of nowhere, and it's like, you, you wouldn't have them skills now if you got it in fucking primary school. But, I, I, I you don't know. It anyway. you, you
3: I, know. Had, I had friends who did gymnastics, and I don't... Remember any bits where they swung on big ropes and kicked anti-plastic into the <laughs> nesting <laughs> consciousness? Yeah, he clicked plastic, kicked plastic, kick plastic men from the sky. I don't. I, I could mean, probably do that. Like gymnastics might have changed since gymnastics. 2005, but uh...
2: the uh, <laughs> the the death count in this episode is pretty high. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah I,
2: the amount really of people like that people. get at least injured is insane. His family, like his
1: whole family, dead. No, I don't yeah. think his no, family only only are alive. only
4: clive see his wife and children running off but clive just gets shot like a motherfucker i wish he like go back to the novelization he is given such a better death because it's like oh all of my stories are true then he has that moment of realization oh all my stories are true you're all about to die and he basically says nah to his family, you lot run away, I'll try and buy you some time. Mm. And basically just holds his arms out in front of an autumn and gets the back of his head blown out. You wanted
2: a Ooh. hear a fun
4: clifax That is the wording.
2: Uh, yes, fun clifax please. So in Wattful Wattful
1: Road, yeah. Mark <laughs> Benton played a character, like one of the teachers at the school, and he adopted one of the students played by Tommy Nice, who plays Luke Smith in the Road, yeah. adventures.
2: Oh. Yeah, that's a fun fact. That was a fun fact. And, um, I had fun
4: with that. Just fact. to go back to the big finished news, oh. Andrew Treneman in Waterloo Road is Ian in an adventure in space and time.
1: Oh. Ah,
2: and the First Doctor audios as well.
3: Yeah, and the
1: First
2: uh, Doctor. Oh no, is we've in gone round in circles. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
3: that's a, that's a little one for all of our uh, Waterloo Road fans
4: out there. Yeah, yeah. One that really combat. good show. Yeah, it also it'll has combat. Clara
2: in. Does it? The character Clara is in it. Isn't
4: yeah. it? <laughs> uh, no, Jenna, Jenna Louise Coleman's in it. It's for like two episodes. Is, like, she gets arrested for murder. Oh, nice. No. Oh, Clara. So
2: it's just that it's the <laughs> Zygon version, the evil Clara. What's she called? Yeah. Bonnie? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bonnie, yeah. God, I, I hate that two part. Can't wait for that.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I don't mind.
2: Paul, I don't, think, I don't think Paul hates a single episode of that, <laughs> to be honest I'm quite I jealous, because that is I such mean, a good, like, aspect. That, uh,
3: you
1: I, you I, could the put, episode put has, any, and I'd be like, yes.
3: The episode has flaws, but I think the end is, uh, Capaldi's, one of his greatest moments. The
2: speech is good, I don't but, like but it yeah, when... the speech
3: is, like, top to
2: I, I It does annoy me when every time there's, like, a threat of terrorism, people just retweet that speech, thinking it'll solve all the issues.
1: <laughs> like,
2: that really, that really gets on my back. Yeah. He solved so... terrorism, guys. Sit he down did. and talk. Could he never?
1: Ah, uh, um, right. Let's... So,
4: whilst you've been talking about that, I was looking for the quote in the book about Clive's death, and it's just this. But there's Clive an illustration. Stood his ground, anything to buy his family a few more seconds. He held his breath and puffed out his chest and closed his eyes. Somewhere in the back of the, his head, he thought, like father, like son, and then... I hope Cameron's mic's perfect.
1: And the, back up head head and the, the back of his head was gone.
2: The back of his head was gone. Oh. There was a little uh. period of silence there on my end. I don't know if anyone... Yeah, same. same. Good, I, I right. didn't hear most uh, of that. I can fix it, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll forget. Uh, uh, what was that thing about his father? Because I missed that.
3: I... Yeah, I... I heard you say like father like son,
2: which is quite interesting.
4: Is father was meant to be part of unit.
2: Oh okay, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. I just remembered now yeah in the yeah. Yeti attack.
4: In the oh, novelization? I've... With the But it never died in a unit. Yeah. Right. Um with
2: the what else?
3: It's... You mentioned the
1: shadow proclamation too. Yes, I
3: was just gonna mention that.
2: Yeah. Uh Sorry, First Russell has linger. Russell has co- like contributed the best fictional names to Doctor Who ever.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. there was one in um, do you know, farewell, Sarah Jane?
2: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. He yeah, the, the villains in that name. that show up. Yeah. They had the coolest name. Ever. I'm gonna see if I can find like a list of them because even like I'm just single characters them. like Blomfell, Foch, Passamier, Day, Slovaine. How? Yeah. Does he come up with stuff like that, Banacafalata. He's is... excellent at naming things. What's the name well, of... Uh, if I the... haven't
4: seen his interviews, I'd have say drugs.
2: What's Miss um, Foster's <laughs> real name in Partners in Crime? She's got, like, a, a really long name, hasn't she?
1: Oh. Yeah. The Jackals of the Backwoods
2: Clock. Yeah. <laughs> That's the <laughs> coolest name ever. There's a whole, like, big finish box set in just that one sentence. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. I don't oh, know South how it?
4: Give them ideas.
2: Russell's just, like...
3: The best.
1: Yeah, I, I I love them so much.
3: Uh, do you want to do a bit of trivia? Yeah, I've got some. Time for trivia, time for trivia I think. It's a Bit of time for trivia. Tri- trivia um, time. Trivia time. Trivia time. time, time trivia jingle. jingle. Oh, we we must mention before trivia,
1: Boris Johnson. Nope. His, um, the nest yes. of consciousness. In 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 the sequel to Rose. Ooh oh! Uh, basically, just builds up
2: Boris Johnson being the Nestene consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 can I shamelessly plug another podcast because they made an go, 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 excellent go, go, go. joke about um, Boris Johnson the other day about him being a Nestean. Uh He said, they, "They say on Big Damn Cast, they said um, he's a Slitheen and an Auton duplicate, but much worse than that, he's real." Oh, <laughs> and that that really tickled me. That was a well, I, I find. Bad
4: funny in that is it says, oh, this man has power, but because I wanted to do my job properly and I researched this,
1: <laughs>
4: he I can't didn't again. in 2005. Yeah, he wasn't prime
1: minister in 2005, but let's ignore that. He was mayor of London, he wasn't though,
4: anything...
2: wasn't wasn't anything. Oh. Doctor Who's weird with it's, like, like, it. like some of it's real in some loads of, it, of power. Isn't it? Mm. Isn't Obama in one of the in episodes? And...
3: Yeah, yeah, Obama's in End of Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he's going to solve but... the economy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe, um, but in maybe Boris Johnson just 2000... have loads of power and he just had a big dick and he he, he got them confused, it's like the same thing to the nesting, obviously. obviously.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, in
4: uh... 2005, he had just been fired as Shadow Arts Minister. Oh, Boris.
2: Sorry, I've just it's found that. Fired. I went looking for names that Russell had come up with for the show, and I ended up coming across that beautiful picture of, of him and Steemo with, uh, Michael Grade, and it's it's beautiful. Oh, us. I'm gonna stick it in the. Uh...
4: Um, but it also anyway. the Nesting Revenge also has a link to the Pandorica uh-huh. Alliance, where it says, "I will get revenge on the Doctor and even include the Daleks." Oh. Yeah. Which I think is quite good for ah, something Russell didn't even write. He references. That's
1: one thing we forgot to reference, to, to mention. The, the doctor sounds like very heartbroken <clears throat> when, um, tell you know, he says, I couldn't save your world. I couldn't save any of them.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm oh, yeah, he's very remorseful. hmm and yeah this is the, like the best line
2: again it's it's really it's another hints. part of bigging up the time war so that it takes place over all of time and all of the universe yeah. rather than mm. just narrowing it down to one little event yeah and that's <clears throat> it's genius um uh
1: yeah, so, so trivia
3: trivia so the news footage this is just a fact for me by the way i don't think anyone else will care about this um <laughs> Well, the news footage of the fire when uh, Rose is watching the news and seeing the report about her uh, shop having blown up—that is footage from a real fire in Edinburgh on Calgate in two thousand and two. Um, Which is so that that footage is taken about like fifteen minutes from my front door.
1: Really? Wow. Which one, Dan? Because. You, you you seem to be like all over the UK wh- whenever we talk. <laughs> <laughs> Preston, Manchester, Liverpool,
3: Edinburgh. Uh, I've travelled. I've travelled. Uh, yeah, a man of the world. <laughs> um, also, apparently, Edgar Wright was asked to direct this episode. Um, well, oh my
1: that god! That would
4: have been brilliant. Really I good. would
3: come. He he couldn't do it because of Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, a worthy sacrifice, because that film's yeah. godly. Yeah. But I I would still love to see a Edgar Wright-directed episode of Doctor Who. Speaking of Edgar Wright directing things,
1: Noah. Classic Noah, yeah. Cut this bit out, though, Don. Yeah. Yep. Nah, no, about... I'm leaving this in. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is <laughs> the most interesting so, bit for me so he messaged far. messaged me the most heartbreaking thing ever earlier. Like, he was talking about, like, our movies that didn't get made or something about a Bruce Lee Shang-Chi one or something or like Bruce Lee's son but then he goes yeah it's like that time Neil Gaiman wrote um, a Doctor Strange script for Edgar Wright to direct and I was like what?
2: Edgar Wright was going to do Ant-Man wasn't he?
1: yeah Neil Gaiman wrote a
2: script for Doctor
1: Strange that Edgar Wright was meant to direct and I just thought that sounds like the best thing ever what a combo (sighs) (sighs) Right. if only Let's, Um, let's crack on this crack. is the only episode in series one with a cold open.
3: With no cold open? Yeah with no, no cold
1: open No wither cold Yeah, with no cold open, uh, I mean yeah Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah uh,
3: it's uh, just strange thing,
1: It's also the first ever episode I think where you see the interior of the TARDIS from the exterior when the ninth doctor yeah. stood in the doorway. Ah. Because
3: usually it's like a black void or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't think they even bothered so, doing it in the T V movie, did they? Speaking yeah. of
3: firsts, it's also no. the first first use of the word gay in uh, all of Doctor Who. Yeah, that I'd never mentioned before.
2: And um, I feel, I feel like because of so like wonderful. stuff like that, that doesn't date it, but I, I feel like the BBC barely post about Series One now because of stuff like that. Do you not think? What no? I've 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 read like it might just be because of some of the stuff I've heard, but. I, I do have a feeling they barely celebrate Series 1 and, like, The Ninth Doctor because of stuff like that.
1: <clears throat> when I was talking to Russell, yeah, he was talking about... Oh, th- this, this is a fun fact. <laughs> um, I, I'm allowed to say this because he didn't tell me not to. So he was talking about... Um, someone you asked him how the killings, and he keeps villains, And he was saying how he, he usually likes to make them fun. He doesn't like to scare kids and stuff. Yeah. So he'd make them fun and he was like like cassandra he went he went cassandra was a social commentary on plastic surgery and then he just paused and he went
3: what a gay show (laughs) it proper made me laugh yeah but i I think russell has done a lot for um because he he's he's put consistently a lot of like lgbt characters in yeah representation Yeah. He does it well as well, though. He
1: doesn't do it like Chimel, mm-hmm. where he, where it's like the Donald Trump guy, and then the F, like the 80s. Yeah, the, the lazy and Trump he's like, allegory that again? then mentions She's like, I'm. She's like, I'm married to your niece, and then she dies in the next scene. Mm. That is that is like, what they
2: do, isn't it? In uh, that's exactly Arachnids. what you do in
1: Arachnid. They say
2: this guy. They make it's him out to girl. be just like Trump, and then they say, oh, oh yeah. he's hated Trump for years. It's like, okay, so is he... Yeah, he him so real he left,
1: Trump. And what? then he's, it's like, really opposing And you're like, why would he be Trump if he's opposing yeah.
2: Trump? God's sake, no.
3: Yeah, I, I, I suppose it helps that Russell is an actual gay man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I, he's, I think, he yeah, even he's mock- just done a lot for... Yeah. Like, when Moffat wrote Bill, it she just mentions she's gay every
1: episode, and you're like, you yeah. don't need to, Bill. Well, you ap- know.
3: apparently Moffat was criticised because there's no, there weren't any um, queer characters in all of Series 5, so he, he made a massive effort to try and rectify that and the rest of his stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, with Madame Vastra and all that. I yeah, always, because yeah. Series 6 was my first series,
3: yeah.
4: Vastra and I always Jenny. thought
1: it was very weird in um, A Good Man Goes to War when he goes and recruits, like, Bastard and all that. And I was like, oh, these must must be pre-existing characters. No.
2: Honestly, it's it's Stephen Moffat we're talking about. He's the least subtle writer in absolutely anything. The guy has, like... The guy has style, and I love the fairy tale kind of uh, element he gives Series 5, but after that, he's got absolutely no, like,
0: uh,
2: self-restriction. Like, he'll just... I don't know, man. It baffles also, me.
1: Another, another fun fact. Trivia is um, that Clive is the first person to refer to the Doctor as Doctor Who since the War Games, apparently. Huh. Like that is his name, what? to be fair. Like you wouldn't think so, though, would you? Like you wouldn't no. think you'd think he'd be saying Ugh. Doctor Who all the time. Like is it in the, the modern? Show. Is it
2: the War Games where it's saying Doctor Who is required? Is that from that?
1: Oh right. Yeah, I, so. I, I haven't seen the war games yet,
2: but um, it's, it's very long. I fun think. Fun fact. It's
4: um, yeah, it's eight episodes long.
2: Jeez.
4: That was a.
3: Uh, that was Patrick Chatton's last episode, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're making him
2: giddy.
1: Um, I have another fun Russell fact. Go, go, go. But it's not relating to Rose. It's just Russell. Um. So in the first ever story, techn- technically, yeah. So the, the first ever 13th Doctor story published by the BBC is a poem, yeah, from September 2017, um, written by James Goss and illustrated by Russell T Davies. And the poem's about someone pretending to be an assassin or something, yeah. And that person is the Doctor except Russell made James Goss change the pronouns of the Doctor to be ambiguous. And then the sketch he done for the, like the illustration is a female Doctor. But it was, he, he drew this and the BBC had approved it before Whitaker was announced or anything. Oh, so Russell technically wrote the first ever 13th Doctor, well not wrote, <laughs> like he made the 13th, first ever 13th Doctor story by, like, getting that illustration and getting them to change the pronouns. And then they announced the 13th Doctor was a woman. But um, he even hit the number 13 on, on the, the illustration because it was meant to be, like, any Doctor. But then, so this is the illustration. Yeah. Oh. It's got, like, heels on, oh, yeah. like, there. And then, so there's the number 13, mm-hmm. like, hidden on it. That's nice. Uh, so, R- Russell, what a genius, predicting stuff again. Like, he didn't even know the 13th Doctor was going to happen, as a woman, when he done that.
2: They didn't even know when they did Series 1 that it would go on, like, after the finale. They thought if they just got one series, that like that would be it. They did mm-hmm. not expect to, like, do Series 2, did they?
1: To be fair, yeah. it was even if four that days, was it, that, a the test of time.
2: Yeah. If it was just one series, then I'm sure it would have been...
3: Yeah, I think the, the rest of it was commissioned based on the viewing figures for this episode alone.
2: Yeah. yeah. God, that's scary, well, it isn't don't... it? Hmm. Can you imagine? Ten point
4: eight one million. That's a lot. On that's... in the UK. That's... In the first view. That's
1: both, how many? Which the woman who fell to Earth got.
2: There's a there's a viewing figures chart going around, isn't there? Of like each series, showing how many views it got. So, that's series twelve. Uh
1: Series 11 got 10.6, I think. <clears throat> that is the view for this model.
4: one episode.
2: The highest it was Series no, 4. No, Series 11's the...
4: first episode,
2: I meant. Se- series 4 got 10.57 uh, million viewers. That's the highest it had been, which is a lot. Um, the lowest being Series 12 with 4.6. Oof. But the ratings change when you look at different graphs, so... Take it with yeah. a grain of salt. Series 5 is surprisingly low. Yeah. Series 5 I, I, Series five is about the same lot as lot Series
4: 1. A lot of hate the Matt Smith when he first came in because he wasn't David Tennant.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I know a lot of people at the time who said, well, I'm not watching anymore because David Tennant wasn't in it.
2: For, now, I weirdly athletes. though, for me, um, that's my favourite era of the show is in between the 10th and 11th Doctor was when I, like... I I was just incredibly like excited and yeah it, I was oh my god my love for the show was reaching new levels like
3: yeah eleventh doctor is when I <clears throat> just my love for it skyrocketed I think yeah
2: series five was just an amazing time to be just to be like younger to like all of yeah. the merchandise coming out the cool trailers that I had on a loop on the TV <laughs> the it, oh my god it was so cool I will never forget I
1: am. Um... I had the math, like a, a, a girl myth, when I was in like year seven. Oh, wait, don't know. It'll be going into year eight. Do you know when they announced Capaldi? And she was like, oh, I'm not watching it anymore because the doctor's old. And I was like, bruh, what? Like, just no need for that.
3: It's pretty dumb.
1: Yeah. Have
4: uh, we got anything else to say?
1: Um, mm. I've. <laughs> The the word auton
4: isn't used in the episode.
1: Yeah, only credited. Same with um
4: whenever the doctor refers to the bad guys it's always the nestine, it's only the autons on the credits.
1: Yeah, same with um Clive Finch's last name. He's only referred to as Clive. And then that's just in the credits on the script or the script or something like that.
4: And um Mick Rose mentions that she has to tell Mickey's mother that he's dead but oh, which is sad, now it? wrong because we now have found out since that Mickey was an orphan and was raised by his nan until she fell downstead and broke her neck oh lad, well,
1: she,
3: she just wasn't a very uh a very attentive girlfriend
1: <laughs> yeah I don't reckon she's ever met Mickey's parents
4: <laughs> he's probably well, but, no because he probably when mother died when she was
1: no, what I mean, the mum is dead and because the dad's ran a away. Shit, shit, girlfriend, Mickey's never got the chance to tell her or introduce her, so she's just like, "Oh, I'll have to tell his mum," and then th- at some point Mickey'll have been like, "My mum's dead," and she's just went, like, "Do you want some chips?" Fucking <laughs> so shoved them in his mouth.
4: Speaking of chips as well. The doctor's speech about living your life, going to sleep, waking up, going to work, eating chips, whilst there's a war on above you, is repeated by Rose in The Parting of Ways and it has a lot more gravitas when Christopher Eccleston said it.
1: Mm. What? Mm. That's an opinion. <laughs> Doctor Who? Um...
4: The, Billy uh, Piper uh, just uh... snubbing it out <clears throat> to Bill Clark and the woman who played Jackie in a chip shop as opposed to Christopher Eccleston actually giving it emotion. Is much better.
1: I, I think we should take a back to the classic quote, the 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 defining Mickey Smith quote.
2: What are you drinking? Tea.
1: And on that. I have boat,
2: I, you know. I have no idea what bit you're on about. I really so, want to find out now. Do you know, after the the building blows up, it's when she sat on the couch in it with her knees up.
1: Yeah, Mickey I, just I, burst I just it. Can't, I
2: can't he goes, hear it. He's <laughs> proper giddy, isn't he?
1: Ah, uh, he, he's like because he
2: panicked. gets the arm. He, yeah, he gets he, the he's arm. He's very worried. And starts like messing around.
1: So it's time for um, what did we call it last week? Thoughts on the episode.
3: Uh, conclusion.
1: Yeah, well, basically, I put up a, put a post in the Facebook group again and asked people what they thought of the episode. Hmm. And now I'm going to read out what they think. It and
4: reply to it.
1: Fascinating. I'm not reading yours and Dan's reply. Okay. Um, I don't even, read, what did I
2: say? What did I say?
1: I'll read. I'll read Dan's. No worries. Uh We've spoke about Dan's. at the madam two swords thing. Which right. will work?
2: Yeah, it was a shit idea because they're made of wax.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it'd be be fun if
2: weren't. I'd do it anyway Wait. if I was showrunner. Sure, I don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Um. So. Warren says, I pro- he probably hates the way I've just said his name. Wait, 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 wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. Auton's story. Auton's story where sex toys Autun come to story. life. Auton's story.
1: Lad. Oh, you, no. you just oh, know oh, Russell oh. had that on the back burner.
2: Can you imagine a sex doll chasing you down the corridor? Just going, <laughs> e-haw, 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 as it runs. Uh, Sorry, carry on. So,
1: Warren s- has said... It's a fantastic opener and tone setter for the new series. Not, not anymore. It's an old series now. Brilliant introduction, too. It feels a bit dated to two thousand and five, because of course. Waiter, it feels a bit dated to two thousand f- to two thousand and five. You okay? Because of course it does, <laughs> and because of course it does, and I still adore it. I think Sorry, Paul's
3: I'm having a stroke.
1: <laughs> Should I start that again? No, no, no. Next one. I, I, I'll start for you. Got to got no, one go. the justice he deserves. It's a fantastic opener and tone setter for the new series. Brilliant introduction to It feels a bit dated to 2005 because of course it does. And I still adore it. I, I paraphrased that. But, um, the, the scene outside the London Eye will always be one of my favourite pieces what? of comedy and TV. And then Noah, has said, one of my all-time favourite apps, up there with an unearthly child and spearhead from space in terms of doctor introduction stories, <coughs> fantastic. And then um, I have a I have a bonus fantastic. one here, because we we only got two comments. So ask me, mate. Um, we we only got two comments because I referred to everyone as chibou sh- guys and chibou
3: girls. Yeah, don't stop. Stop that. <laughs> but but I I can't be stopped. So. That's true. <laughs> oh, we can um, try.
1: So, my mate Matthew said Russell did Russell did a great job of making Rose the main character of the episode rather than the Doctor as well as the way he presents the importance early on and builds this mysterious incarnation. I also appreciate the choice of a returning monster as the Orthons As the Authons make for an interesting reintroduction rather than immediately throwing in the Daleks or Cybermen.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah it's a very clever structure of the of the series as a whole where he makes sure that the that the episode halfway through is about that thing that everyone knows about even if they never watch the show everyone yeah. everyone has seen a Dalek on like their cousin's shelf or on like a magazine somewhere so when when it gets round to showing that episode you've got so many people tuning in just to see what it's like and it's really yeah. good and we should cover it soon yes yeah
1: what um uh, have we decided what episode we're doing next week?
3: I think we're doing Timeless Children, aren't we? I'd love oh, to. Yeah. yeah.
2: Are We've we gonna
3: got do the first episode of the Modern House Shall I next get... week's the last
1: episode? Tonight? Shall I
2: just get the um uh, I'll get the list up right now. Of the of because the, I put down just a load of things. Um you I'll just, you just read...
1: know that Dan doesn't want to do the time. I really children. don't
2: want to do the time not right now. <laughs> Give it like a few months and then I can talk about But
1: it. we've just done the first episode Dan, so we can do the last episode yeah. too.
4: However and you agreed to it last week after we stopped recording that we would do the it's Ascension like poetry, of Simon and the yeah. Child as a possible double episode. I've just
2: you remembered I've I've just remembered I've got a thing, I can't make it. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Fine. We'll do. We'll do the timeless children. We the are, are we watching we... Haunting of Villa? Are we
1: watching the... all three parts, or just yeah. you know, the timeless
3: children? I, I think we should just do Ascension of Cybermen and Timeless Children because I want to talk about v- Haunting of Villa Diodati
2: by itself.
1: Okay. So, It does seem Fans more. Having us cake and eating it
3: today.
2: God. Um... <laughs> Alright, uh yeah, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. Um if you have um, any I don't know why I said Twitter like that. If you have any yeah. thoughts or whatever. um fans just pissed off now. <laughs> I'll be fine in the morning. Oh, um, like oh, oh, stands
1: like the epitome of Colin Baker when someone asks about the curator. <laughs> Do you reckon Colin Baker ever gets mistook for for Tom Baker because they have Baker and they're both the Definitely, definitely. And they're like, I loved it when you were the curator and he's like mm, I was not the curator. <laughs>
2: Uh, that was Thomas I, You just did that Colin entire Baker. you did that entire <laughs> segment so you could do your impression again. <laughs> You're just a performing monkey at this point. Um yeah, are we rounding this episode out then? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. So we'll see you next we are week. Um on Twitter and are we the same on Instagram? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, we're the same on Instagram. You can yeah, email can us we as well now. Um We've got email. Yeah, yeah we yeah, have email. an email address. Yeah, but you know- yeah, you can send also, send anything well, you, you want to um, shabocast at gmail.com.
3: Yeah. Um, well, you, you simply have to be on email these days, I think. It's the yeah, way forward. Emails
2: the way forward. Shabowcast at tiscally yeah. at aol.com.
3: Yeah, I think by by the year 2050, over 50% of all business will be conducted over email. You can find yeah. us on
2: MSN uh, yeah. and <laughs> Bin Weevils and Uncle Uh
3: Do any of you want to... Plug your individual Twitters. No, um, I'm at
1: Lord more on Twitter because I love a pun.
3: Um, uh, I'm at Shinxy underscore. <laughs> Anyone else?
1: I'm I'm at hey. Mr.
2: DJR now. I don't know if I'll use it.
1: I think I follow you.
2: you I probably do. Yeah, Cameron. I'm
4: on Twitter. I'm not going to tell it though. You oh. try and find me. Fair
2: Ooh, enough. Interactive um, game.
4: What What
1: else? <laughs> I was going to say something. On. Oh, we're, we're also not just on YouTube, no. We're on... Right.
3: Um, I'll, Wherever I'll, you find podcasts. Yeah, we're on iTunes.
2: or well, not iTunes. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Stitcher, Get Us In Your Ears.
1: Breaker. Yeah, um,
2: all of those really popular ones.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, something else.
2: And YouTube, obviously, yeah. which is probably how you listen yeah. to this, because it's uh, the it's the only one we're gonna like look after. <laughs> yeah, this this one has high detail. For them, so. Yeah, we got anything else to say? Um, um, I a little thing that none of you mentioned. Um, this episode is called Rose, which is a subtle reference to the Doctor Who companion Rose. Oh, of
1: course, I and thought
2: on,
1: it was a subtle oh, reference to Rosie Moore.
2: Um, it's also It also doubles as a reference <laughs> to Rosie Moore, who's obviously mentioned in the first episode of our podcast. So it's nice that Russell included that.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I and also on... ref, ref, referenced our 2020 podcast in 2005.
2: With yep. Rosie and on the Moore. show, uh, goodbye.
4: Thank you to our yeah. sponsor for this episode, Henrik's Department Store in London. You remember Reopening soon after it got bloated. shit. I
1: wouldn't have remembered that. Big off Cameron for that. Um, it's dedication. O- all right, uh, we'll it was see my you...
2: fucking joke! We'll see you next Goodbye.
1: week. Bye Until next time, Shabo guys and Shabo girls. <laughs> Stop, Stop it! it. Never.